I hate football, you know that. I love football. I hate Arsenal, <laughs> man. You know what you're shit, you're, you're so hot. Yeah, yeah, you like, bro, shit, we've been bro, shit man. for the last and five years and it's annoying, man. Like, Arsenal have been shit. You've only football, been shit for five years. No, but you lot on the up now. So you're, you lot have always had like. No, but you lot on the up, though. You lot on the up now, but. So imagine how I feel. When you go down. Man, yeah. shut up. Arsenal fans don't know struggle. <laughs> shut the fuck up. Which Arsenal fans do not know struggle. You don't know struggle at Liverpool. You don't know struggle like Tottenham. So please, I beg, that's shut true. up. That's a good point though. What? You man don't know struggle like our two teams. Now, let me ask you that question. Let me ask you that question. What's worse? You don't, ha- you don't no, know. Let me ask you no, 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 no. Hang on. Before, before, from before. Grace. before, before. Yeah. Or never, been a, never having anything to fall Two words. Roy, from Grace is hot. Two words. That's what I'm saying. Two words. Roy Hodgson. We had him as a manager. Two words. He signed Paul Koncheski. He signed Paul Koncheski. Two words. Christian Paulson. Two words. Two words. Andre Santos. Fam, Paul Koncheski. Carl Jenkinson. Andre Voronin. Christian Paulson. No, come on, man. Yo, Chris, what's worse to you? Devin and God. What's worse to you? What's good world? Welcome to episode 15 of the Rhymes Like Dimes podcast with your boys, Yemi, Mo and Peter. And today we have a very special guest, our second guest on the podcast. He goes by the name of Mello. Gentlemen, how are we doing today? Good. All good, man. God is good, man. All the time? All the time. All the time. Good. good. Mm. That's the thing we do. How's your week been, guys? Good, man. What? <laughs> no. You don't know who Why did no one want to answer? You don't know where to, because that is someone else, you don't know where to wait, where to talk, where to Why did no one want to answer? Well, my week's been calm, innit? That's Mohammed if you didn't know. I don't know how I'm shy. So, yeah, my week's been easy. Been chilling, guy work, coming home, guy sleep. <laughs> nearly, nearly, nearly well. firing. You know what I'm saying? Man. I bought NBA 2K. Okay. Who's, at the, who's in the uh, cover? That's a good question. Anthony Davis, I believe. Anthony Davis. What, yeah, is he yeah. at the Lakers on it? Yeah, he's at the, yeah, yeah, they had to switch up because he was at the Pelicans. Okay. And they didn't, they done the picture and I was like, hold on a minute, he got traded and they traded it to the Lakers. You so watch it. Is Kyrie at Nets? Kyrie is at Nets. Okay, cool. You saw, that's who you support? Yeah. All shit. Um, yeah, Kyrie's my guy, man. So I'm supporting yeah, for those that don't know, Kyrie believes the world, the earth is flat. We ain't gonna do that. Oh but boy, we ain't gonna do that. Um, that's how my week's been. Be- how's your, <laughs> how's your week been? My week's been cool, man. Keeping a low profile, just just working, man. Low like, profile. Just, you love a low me. profile, huh? You love a low profile. I do man. <laughs> Mello, how's your week been? Yeah, good, man. You'll save us, bro. God, I say good, just normal, really. Normal week. Back to work. Back to real life after the madness of Cyprus and that. Mm. Mm. Yeah, audience, if you don't know, PMO. Went to Mello's wedding in Cyprus, and that's why they were so hyped about being in Cyprus and being back. Yeah. Best wedding I've ever been to. Period. Still, it's not even close. Fair enough. Yeah, no, one, no one gonna ask me how my week was. How's your week been, bro? Thanks. Um, <laughs> that happens every week, innit? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. It's because you're the anchor, innit? No, so you know, it's, it's such a consistent figure. Which is like, <laughs> all right, let's start the show. Oh, Yebi, sorry, bro. Did you meet Madlib this week? <laughs> no, I did not. You went common though, innit? So what? You went to Common. I did. I did went to see Common live did in. You pay, did you pay uh, to see London. Common? Of course, he didn't pay. No, I did not pay to see. So you got there. Okay. Eki, shout out Eki. Shout out Eki. She she hooked she hooked the brother up, mm. and it was good, man. Um, he 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 boy boy, he was a great performer, man. Um, did he start breakdancing? He started breakdancing at. 40 what 45 46 years old wait common was breakdancing he was breakdancing man it made me think that he must have been Hold like on. a b-boy before he was rapping because he was breaking yeah. out moves that i didn't spin even on know. his head wasn't spin on his head well he was he kind of was but he kind of wasn't it was kind of like that thing where you would spin with the legs okay and it's kind of like on your neck yeah, yeah, yeah. rather than the actual <laughs> head. Did have a cardboard laid out the cardboard was not laid out but it may as well have been 
And yeah, man, it was dope. Uh, Madison McFerrin's brother was part of his band and he was beatboxing and singing, which was cool. Um, and yeah, man, it was just oh, a dope Taylor. show. Taylor uh, McFerrin? I think so, yeah. Oh, shit. Only you would know that name. <laughs> I knew you'd know. Only he I would know that know. name. Bro. They're dope musicians. And they got I don't even know who Martin Talent McFly family. is, fam. Martin McFly. Sorry, what was his name? Okay. <laughs> Disrespectful, but it's cool. Um, so yeah, man, it was dope. But other than that, it's just been a normal week, to be honest. And just one ready last to question. pod. Before he started breakdancing, <laughs> did he give you like, a heads up or did he No, he did not. Random. He did not. He did not. So he did it. <laughs> just randomly. Just like that out of nowhere. He did it. No, he did it. That's the last thing I would expect to see at a common For real, man. Well. He started yeah. breakdancing, bro. Breakdance. Like a lot of live instrumentation, a lot of like... Mellow voice, all that stuff that you would expect from Common, and it just brought out. Because mm, I was even going to ask you, was it like one of them energetic concerts? But not that even. question went out the window once you said you started breakdancing. <laughs> not even, bro. Don't get more energetic. It has that. to be in it. Yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah, trying yeah. to see my rappers breakdance. I'm doing it. He was doing it. Hey, bro. He start. was freaking it though. I'll be honest with you. I'll start booing. You start booing. I'll start booing. Why? If I came to, if I came to hear rap, I just can't want to start bouncing around in these heads. Yeah, but don't you surely you want to see the vibe into his music? But yeah, then, I mean, and it's I not like it's Comet, not like he started very, with Comet's it. got old school guys so I can see him doing the whole thing with his hands <laughs> when he goes like that <laughs> <laughs> he, can, he did do that he did that how did that go with that with that Adidas tracksuit but, but he didn't start with the breakdance he started it was like midway towards the end oh so he's like hmm ha and then he, had he that, didn't do all that the Adidas tracksuit he didn't do all that the shit pads on he didn't do all that with a double arm cross with a double arm cross he didn't do all that and the candle I mean he did do it I mean he did the arm cross 100% so it was definitely dated at that point but bro it was surprising I remember what songs he performed? Uh, he performed The Light. He performed Testify. He performed Go. He performed I Used to Love Her. Um, Any guests? Uh, he had one dope singer. Um, Barney Artist opened for him. Dope. Um, he just dropped a new EP as well. So big up. He did. Well, he did. Man. Was it Bikes or Bikes or something? Yeah. Shout dope. out to Barney. So yeah, man. It was dope. He played all the hits, essentially. And some stuff from the new album. Mm. Um, shout out to Comet, man. Yeah, man. Really dope just... experience. Uh, but yeah, Thank man. You. Ready, looking forward to podding now. Yeah. So, uh, Mello, thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining thank us. My brother. So, yeah, man, really, really good to have you. I guess what I want to get into now is who you are, man, and how you got into this rap game and stuff like that. What's your story, bro? What's your story, bro? My story. Okay. My story begins probably when I was about 13, 14 years old. I was, I was more of a garage head when I was younger in school. When I, like when I first started listening to music like heavy, it was more garage. It was sort of that that Question. sort of era. Um, so solid. They don't know. Is that garage? <sighs> yes, because we had this. We've been having this. I, I, would, I would say that whole album is based around garage. It's okay. kind of like I don't know, but that one song I don't know if you would say is typically garage. All right, cool. I think it's twenty one yeah. seconds. I would say is garage. It's grimy garage. Yeah. I'd say. It's yeah. kind of like teetering between garage and grime. Yeah. It's like very late, like dark garage. You knew that that was going into grime because mm. Soul Solid weren't out and out garage. No. Nah. Really. Right. They were more. There was like, over like garage BPMs. Yeah. The way they used to MC, like the 140 BPM yeah. beats and stuff. But I wouldn't say that album was like solid garage. Right. Yeah. Because you associate garage with a certain like mood. Yeah. And it's kind of like sunny, it's happy, mm. it's lovey, and the, all this and stuff. the tempo as well for yeah, Garrett yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. But yeah, sorry, man. But yeah, so that's that's what we that's what we started doing. Like we we just used to um we used to be two groups in school actually of like five MCs in each one, and we used to like DJ and MC up. You know, when someone's parents go away and have a free house, yeah, like, yeah, come yeah, around yeah, and have yeah, a party. Yeah, yeah. we do like the MC and the DJing, and then um one guy done his work experience 
in a studio and he said to us like he said like you lot should come down and make your own track to play in when you do the parties and stuff so we went down it was like 20 200 pound for the demo so because there was like five and five we was thinking mm, get together it's like 20 pound each mm-hmm. <laughs> chucked in 20 pound each i remember i went in first on my verse so i was going on holiday to barbados with my family at the time so i went in on my own and done my verse on a song called stand of flow which elephant man ended up jumping on the remix for Swear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I went away on holiday. Boys went in, done their bit on the song. And then I came back to like a record. The boys are like, oh, we've got a record deal on the table. And, and these sort of times I was like, what's a record deal? I didn't have an idea or a clue or any kind of wanting for it either at the time, really. Who were the boys? Uh, the Blazing Squad, the rest of the boys, yeah. Um, oh, so this was what, you all went to school together? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was all in the same school together. Okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then it just went from there, really. And then we got... It was weird, really, the path we ended up taking because we got signed to um, East West, who was part of Warners, and then our management was the same management that, uh, of So Solid Crew. Mm. So then we had like a whole album of like Garage recorded and done, and the, the video that you see for Crossroads was actually shot. We went South Africa, and it was actually shot for sure. a Garage tune called Standard Flow. So then we kept, but then we came back and our management was having all this trouble with So Solid and getting banned from places and yeah. whatnot. So they made us switch up the whole thing. So we had oh, to so reshoot the, the video yeah, for yeah. Crossroads. And then we just took a completely different line mm. musically of what we probably, well, not probably, definitely of what we wanted to do. But we had a good time with it, man. We, you know, we'd done like the arena tours, theatre tours. We had top 10 singles and whatnot. And it's, it's stuff that I'll always... Remember, it kind of goes back to that um, convo we was having earlier. Would you rather have never had yeah, yeah, or been yeah. there and fallen off? Yeah. And for me, I guess I wouldn't, I wouldn't swap. I wouldn't yeah, take, what, take away what, what we'd achieved or what we've done. Because so the memories are there the other, for life. The other road. Sorry? You wouldn't go down the other route. I would maybe go back and try, it, try doing it a different way. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. yeah. Definitely, because I think the way that we went, it's hard to get find longevity and that sort of thing. Yeah. Top five. See, Mo told me. Yeah, I'll give yeah, it a heads You know what? It's been juggling in my head, right? Because it's a question. I'll give you. I'll give you five. But it's, it's gonna change it's, tomorrow, it's, isn't it? Yeah, that's <laughs> what I was gonna say. It's a question that I hate. I've never liked answering this question because yeah. it's like, how do you, how do you decide who makes the top five? Is it? Is what's it your good? What's your criteria? Well, for me, so what I've ended up doing, I've had to write them down because it changes all the time. So what I've ended up doing is going with who. I listen to the most. So it's your favorite top five rather than yeah. best. My 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 personal favorite. favorite top yeah, five yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Cool. Yeah, favorites so, are a bit easier to answer than best. Yeah, because yeah. There, there's there's too many different things to take into account if you're mm. talking about who's the actual best. So my top five US is Eminem. People's gonna right. understand why we're laughing. People are gonna understand Eminem why we're because, laughing. Because um, he's a beast of it. Well, I think when the Marshall Mavis LP came out. I don't think I've ever been so consumed by an album mm. as how I was with that album. Because it was something that I'd never heard before. And I was, I can't remember how old I was, like 15, 14, 15. And there were certain songs on there, even listening to, that you kind of felt, oh, should I even be listening to this? This is mad. Like that, that Kim track is crazy. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's difficult to listen to, yeah, because it's so in detail and like horrifying. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, if you look at it as art, it's amazing. I've always brilliant. It's amazing because time, yeah, to, to, to be able to tell a story like that, make it rhyme, make it flow, make it all say, make sense, and you can picture it in your head. Mm. It's like you're watching a film, just mm. listening to a track, and that's what Eminem has done 
on men like multiple times on different albums. Yeah, he's good at that. So he he's definitely top of the list for me personally. Mm-hmm. Um, Jay Z, Jay Z is followed cl- very closely. Mm. Um, Nas obviously has to go. I think I don't think there's many top fives that don't mm, have Nas. Yeah, in I, it, think you know? mm. I think that's a general. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, him and Jay Z. J. Cole for me as well. I'm a massive, I'm a massive like J. List. Cole fan. Um, J. Cole. I like J. Cole, this yeah. I'm a massive J. Cole fan. Yeah. Why, why um, is that? Because he's smart. <laughs> <sighs> I'd like him to answer, please. <laughs> <laughs> you love J. I've been I've been J. Cole. Right, we've, you, been yeah, few, yeah, yeah, we've been a few, fam. We've been a few times. Yeah. yeah, come on. Um, I don't know. I can't really pinpoint on one specific thing. It's just as an artist, the way he raps, the things he raps about, the way um when I listen to rappers, I always, I'm more of a, like some people listen for the production, some listen for the content. I'm always engaged by the flow first. For some reason, the way rappers flow their words together. Mm. Um, and J. Cole just always intrigues me with it. Um, and the last one in my, my favorite five, probably don't make too many people's top fives, but um, I think he's underrated and not shouted enough is Fabulous. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. I like that. Hmm. That's a good I just, show, I just feel with Fabulous, right? He might show. not be the greatest rapper, but I can't really think of a time when I've listened to something that he's featured on or an album. The albums might not be classics, but I've, I've rarely listened to him and kind of been let down. Yeah. Or for all. Fabulous definitely great. gets busy. Fabulous yeah. gets busy. I think he's consistent. Yeah, Fab was like one of my first, he was one of my early favorite rappers. Mm, like Ghetto Fabulous was but that's, a To sick me, album. it's not like. It's one of my favorites. I was yeah. gonna use the C word, but I'm not going to classic. No, I don't think yeah. it's a classic. But <laughs> I love that album. It's, 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 a, it's a great album. Yeah, but it's, it's not a classic album. because of you know the musicality of it. Yeah. It's just where I was in life at the time, exactly. how young I was. Exactly, it just takes me back. It's yeah. a personal classic. Yeah, one hundred. His mixtapes yeah. are amazing as well. Yeah, his and I think his coolness is what overshadows how nice he is lyrically. Yeah, I think people don't really they know him for the girl songs because he was the he's first a rapper. Yeah, but he was the first rapper to kind of come with the whole swag and. Mm. Style, no, uh, not really, not. I'm just saying the whole girls, lady, ladies love. No, I maced it. Yo, listen, I'm talking about. Oh, boy. No, you know what I mean, though, with it. <laughs> all jokes aside, like no. he came with the whole ladies love him, rare, rare, like yo, mm. he's, I'm just calm with it, I'm cool with it. LL did it too. Ladies love Cool J. So basically, he just refreshed an old formula. Yeah, because yeah, cool yeah, yeah, and he can, and he can jump on like the ladies tracks, but then you can, but then you can put him on another on a hood tune again, and he's gonna. And he'll body talk his crowd, yeah, 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 because he's just Brooklyn. Yeah, very versatile. Yeah, and he's got a great song with Limity. Cuffin season is a dope song too. Yeah. Uh. yeah, he's a great artist. Is, yeah. Yo, that's a good shout, man. Because yeah, I heard, fabulous. I don't think he gets enough. He's shouts. underrated. Yeah, I don't, yeah. yeah he's he's, he's always, is he one of the more consistent rappers ever from New York? One hundred percent. Yeah, I think so. In general, he I is, think that's bro. that's why he makes my top five because he's so consistent. He's mm. like I say, his his music might not go down in history and be remembered forever, mm. but he very rarely lets you down on the track. Yeah. He's on a song. He's got a song that dropped recently. Casanova. Yeah, oh, I was so listening Brooklyn. to that. Bro, he, his verse is mad on that. Bro, come it? on. I was just Ooh. about to talk about his yeah. verse. Like, did, when did Fabulous come out? Oh, three? No. Oh, one. Oh, one. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, it's definitely one. early noughties. Say, oh, yeah. one, yeah? Bro, we're in 2019. Mm. And he's still bodying verses. Yeah. He killed that Soul Brooklyn verse with Casanova. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Like, he killed it, I put bro. him in that same category as I put Jadakiss. And I put them up against each other. Quite but Jadik is in my top five, so I get why Fabo might be. I always argue who's five. nicer between the two. Jade is in my top five. But I get why I think Fab's nicer. Nice as well. Jade is nice. I think well, Fab's yeah. nicer. But that's what I'm saying. I would never argue someone that says Fab is. Do you yeah. get what I'm saying? Yeah. I get why so he's where do you hold, if you hold if you hold Jada there, do you hold Styles P similar to Jada? Nah. Nah. Do you know what? Um Jada's a better rapper than Styles, mm. but Styles makes better albums. Mm. Um but I think overall Styles is just a bit lower than Jada for mm. me. And it's chic as well. 
Beanie yeah, Beans. But Sheik was just the goon. Sheik is way down there. He's way He's just a killer. Yeah. He's the murder yeah. for hire. <laughs> Um, I don't know this person. He's what I legend, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> he said beans. Yeah. Because uh, I kind of put him in the same bracket as the Styles, Seagulls. as Jada. Yeah. No, no, no. Beans. Not, yeah. Not he's in Jada. that conversation too. Um, I'm never. You know, it's crazy. I just, like Beanie, man. Beanie's yeah. nice, man. This guy sounds crazy. You know, I've never, and you know what I like. I've never really listened to, really listened to Beanie Seagull like that. You'd love Beanie. Yeah, yeah, you'd I, love Beanie. Everyone, you? No, 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 no. But everyone says that to me. Bro. Everyone always says, when I told them, oh, like, yo. Bully. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I'm not getting wrong. But when I said that about Jada Kiss, you no, man no, killed no, me. Because there's a difference. There's a difference. Why is that's there a difference? Jada's in my top How five. How is that different? Because Jada's in my top five. Jada's got more notorality. What did you say Not many people on Beanie's album. Jada's different. And we killed him for that. He's never listened to a Jada Kiss album. We killed him for that. But rap heads would know. Like, Jada Kiss isn't that popular in the wider sense. He's way more popular than Beans. In the wider sense. Yeah. But I've listened to Beans. Yeah, I'm cool. just saying I've never but, sat through a whole but, but album. But rap heads know, both of them. Mm. So I don't know, what, I don't think there's that but much But they know Jada more than they know Beans. You if, they're, know, if they're heads. You can get away with not listening to Beans than listening, not listening to Jada. I, I think that. it's the same. No. Anyway, I don't know, no way. I'm going to listen to Beanie, because every feature I've heard of Beanie, like the whole, the Dynasty album, all that, he kills all of it. Yeah. He's got a few songs with he outraps Jay-Z, if I'm going to be honest though. Do you have um, a UK top five? Yeah. And it's the same again. I've done it like, because there's a, there's a new guy in there who's Say new, he's new to the rap scene stuff. So I've got to try and put some new school in there along with the old guard. Yeah. Um. So I've just gone with the the five that I listen to the most, and we've got Rich in there. Come I think on. Rich was the first one to go on the list. Why? Come on. This Why? Because about. he's got double, triple, quadruple entendres, metaphors, and he's just nice with it. Every he tells stories good. Mo is cheesing right now. Oh, from your lips, yeah, to, but from your Rich, lips to God's Rich, ear, fam. Rich has to get them ratings, man. He has to. Hmm. Um. And then this is these aren't in order, by the way. These okay. are, these are just you know like a, a grouped five. Um, so then we go on to Kano, who we're gonna talk yeah. a bit more about later. Okay. Um, I've got one A, one B. I've got right. So this one, I put Chip in there, yeah, but not as not for his albums or his songs. I'm just talking nice with bars. Yeah. When it comes to just putting him in front of a mic and rapping or barring back to back with, he mm-hmm. could probably go back to back with anyone in the UK. Mm-hmm. And hold his own, if not beat a lot of them. So when it comes to just straight bars and rhyming, Chip Chip has to be in there. Um, Skepta. There's a North London bias here. I'm not from North London. <laughs> oh, okay. No, 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 I'm East. Say that again. Oh, you're not, from I'm, East? I'm not from North yeah, London. Say that again. Oh, shoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you want to repeat what you just said? <laughs> Kano was so quick to say that. Yemi <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. said, he knows more. They're yeah. both from Tottenham. Kano's the only one in there repping the East. And then I've got, yeah, Skepta. See, Skepta as well, kind of like the fabulous thing. He's not like... I don't think he's the greatest lyrically or anything like that, but he's just one of them people when you when you listen to him like on, on like a one forty grand beat. Yeah. If if you if you if you spit yourself, you listen to him and you want to pick up a mic and start rapping. He gets you hype. Um and then I've got uh Dave. Oh really? Put Dave in there, yeah. Mm. Because I just, I don't think there's any other rappers that are really like Dave. I think he's kind of in his own little bubble. The, the things he raps about, the way he raps it. Um yeah, I just think he's he's refreshing to listen to. Yeah. Um and he doesn't really waste I don't think he he's wasting his his ability and right. He talks about, you know, important subjects and he and he does it well. He's honest with it. You might not agree with everything that he says, but he's definitely honest. What do you think of his album? I liked it. I don't know if it was the number one album, but mm. I liked it. I mean, I've only listened to it two or three times. It weren't one that I had to you know, felt a need to yeah. go back and listen to him and bang out all the time, but it was a good album. Yeah, it's not one of those albums that you just bang out. No. Nah. It's because it's, it's so heavy. Yeah. Yeah. But he's in my top five already as well, by the way. Like, ever? Yeah. He might be my top Favorites five. Favourites or ever? 
Favorites. Okay. He's already in my top five favorites. Mm. Mm. No, I, I get it, man. The only person actually now I might replace Dave for Huss. But Huss is definitely my, yeah. my yeah. favorite. Huss, Huss might be in my favorite. Jay Huss is one of my favorites as well. But mm. Dave, I get it. Huss, Huss is more of a you, you wouldn't. I, I don't think you, I don't think it's fair to just bracket him as a rapper either because he's like an all round artist. He's he's yeah. the most complete artist we yeah. have right now. Yeah, definitely. Do you know who else I think is a complete artist as well? I don't think he gets that much ratings. I want to know what you man think of it. Dappy, I think Dappy is so talented. Dappy's one think, of can he sing though? No, 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 no. Can he sing though? You don't really hear his name come up in conversation very often. But I feel like because Dappy, it's the antics as well, a bit outside of the music. Yeah, but forget him and, and forget him as a person, corny and whatnot. Just his musical ability. He's one of the no, no. Dappy's one of the most talented musicians we've had. So why don't you think he gets credit? I just never hear his name shouted. I think that might be it. Is is that mixed? with race definitely plays a factor. Is that mixed with all the corny stuff? Race definitely plays a factor. Yeah. Plus, like N Dubs, like N Dubs has an age well, I don't think. Yeah, I think it's more to do with the N Dubs stuff and, you know, when they went mainstream. Bro, yeah. If you look man. at the stuff that he's actually putting out now and you listen to the way he flows, the melodies he writes, you know what I mean? Like, he can, he's he, he's a vocalist as well. You, mm. There's videos of him sitting there rapping and playing the piano at the same time. I think supposedly he you know wrote I mean? all, the, all the N Dubs songs and mm. everything. Mm. Yeah, I always thought he's, he's, he's got his, his credit. Nah, nah, nah. I've always thought that he gets shit. That'd be get shitted on your right. I think he's starting to get a lot more credibility now mm. than than he has in past years. But I don't know. You have to see where he goes. With Maybe it. he's not as mainstream as he once was as well. Maybe mm. that's a factor as well. Yeah, I feel like you know people have like short term memory, so he's been around for a long time. No, too. but people shit on Dappy. Really? Yeah, man. I feel like anyway. What do you feel, Yami? I feel like people shit on Dappy. Yeah, of course. I think so too. I don't think he's seen in the same light for a bunch of different reasons, mm. but he does have that artistry to him. Like he does. He can rap. We know that. Like, he can pen a song. Like, mm. He can find a melody. I don't think he can sing all that well, but he does. He, you know what I mean. But he is talented, hundred percent. I think it's him. He's the most talented out yeah. in dubs, definitely. Hundred percent, hundred percent. One of them don't even count. But didn't didn't uh, what's the other one? Phaser. Didn't he do a lot of production? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. There's only one that didn't. Talisa didn't. Do, she was just there. She's a decent singer, though. Was she? Yeah, she was an okay singer. Yeah, she's say, yeah. But yeah. I think you're right, Dappy. I think it's the antics. I feel like race plays a factor. Do you think? Yeah, I man. Because I don't, I don't know know feel. Here, I though. feel like. I feel like we just look at him like. Yeah, I feel like. I feel like. I feel like just from us looking, your leash is. It's just how wild. Your leash is a little bit short when you're white. To us, yeah. Not to the white boys, yeah, but to us. Okay, like when a white boy is corny, it's like, ah, bruv, he's he's trying to be something he's not. And I think that's yeah. But you man are saying that, but when N Dubs were popping, no one was saying. Where to? Where the white audience? Where to? Well, the us, a music's head's head, not. In 2019, audience. you got to look at someone like H, who is white, but mm. he's a cool guy and he can rap yeah. and he makes good music. So he's more acceptable. But Dappy was a corny white boy. Nah, I don't so think Dappy the, was the ever thing, corny. My thing, Dappy my was, thing, sometimes my was thing corny. with H though as well, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'm not a fan I, of H, I, by I, the way. I've, been, I've banged out his, his, his EP and it bangs and he can definitely rap. The only thing that he lacks, and this is something me and you was talking about in Cyprus, is content. He's got, yeah. he's got no every single like he uses this a lot of the same lines and words and subjects true. but at the same time do you cut him some slack because he's only 19 what really has he yeah well, I, think I he mean he's got a personality we know that he's definitely got personality yeah so so I think like the personality in most situations will mm. translate into the music yeah. so I'd like to see what he would do if he had an album yeah you know I mean I'd like to, to see what, what he talks about on an album I'm not massive. I don't know about it. I've, yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't listen to each like that. I'm not gonna lie. I've tried to. He's cool. I think He's good. someone put up it was either you or me. I was like, is his voice annoying? I was like, yeah. That's me. Yeah, yeah me is not a fan at all. I can't listen to each. I 
can't try it. Why? Because of the accent. It's because I'm mad. If you want, this can sound crazy because I sound like Americans when they talk about UK rappers. You know when there's songs about act, like Birmingham accent or Manny accent, it's hard for me to listen no, to. No, I understand that. But then, so then do you feel the same with Bugsy? Right. Bugsy, I think was alright, but I never. Oh, I would. I don't listen to Bugsy. I ain't got Bugsy song on my phone. Mm. But I know Bugsy can rap. If that makes any sense. What about Mist? Mist is hard with it, man. He's yeah, but I don't it. listen to Mist. You're missing out, man. But I genuinely feel like maybe it can't be at this point now accent barrier because when I listen to H, it's definitely the accent. I just can't take it seriously at all. But Mist. I don't listen to Miss personally. I don't know if you man do. You like Miss though. Would I like him? Yes. I know a few of it, like Carlos Back With A Bang. I know some of his songs. But like, have I got him on my phone? Nah. Mm. But then I feel like, I feel like I sound ignorant. Like, you know, American when they talk about UK rappers and they're like, oh, I can't get over the language barrier. Oh, you ignorant? Yeah, but I think that, bar- that, that barrier is sort of you're, you're ignorant. Broken. I think that barrier has been broken now. What, it's between, between UK accent. and US, yeah. You, you listen to French hip hop. So yeah, right, right, I right. think it's just that particular artist. Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Because I definitely like uh, French. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, French no, people. No, no, no. You just <laughs> contradicted everything you just said. <laughs> no, 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 no. I no, 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 no. Peter made me realize I was wrong because I listened to French music. You're on crack, man. They just can whack. we call can we call this episode that Peter made me realize I was wrong? <laughs> no, I love that. I no, love Peter that. made me realize I was wrong because I generally thought it was maybe an accent barrier. No, it's not, bro. You just don't like that. I just feel like they whack. Yeah, I just feel like they whack. Fair enough. Well, uh, I wanted to ask Melo about like any future plans in music. Like, what you are you working on um, anything at the moment? Or? I mean, I, I still I still dabble, jump in the studio. I'm always writing and thinking of stuff. Yeah, um, I think if we was to, if I was to start recording again now, nah, you know, I don't think it's to to try and make a career of or anything. It's more yeah. just as a hobby, something I enjoy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I wouldn't want to put no pressure on it like that. I just enjoy it and and have fun with it, which is what I do now. Cool. Fair enough. Mm. When was when did music stop being like a livelihood for you? Mm, probably. So we got signed in two thousand and two, two thousand one, two thousand two, um, and then the label got taken over in two thousand and four, five. So it's four, three, four years. So it's been it's been a long time. Been now. A I've been uh, probably as long out of it as well, a lot longer out of it than I was in. Mm. Yeah. Fair enough. Mm. Well. Thanks for fun. Yeah, definitely. How was it being like in the like? Because you know when we've got our thoughts of how the industry is, mm. like just oh. a cut. No, it's a legit <laughs> question. No, Yemi's saying oh because he's part of it. But no, Yemi's saying oh because we always discuss the industry. Mm. We tease him for being yeah, in the like we always well, act so. like we always tease him how he's yeah. Said, but I mean, like, Yemi knows the industry now. It's a lot different to what I would what I would know. Okay, yeah, from yeah, back yeah. then, do you know what I mean? I, don't, yeah. I have no idea what it's like now. Mm. Back then. To be fair, even back then we was kind of naive too because you got to think we were just fresh out of school, 15, 16 years. Crossroads went number one on whatever day, whatever day the charts come out. And then the next day I was back in school sitting my GCSE exams. Oh, swear. You know what I mean? So we was young, too young to even really know what was going on. That's why when they come to us and said, hey, look, do this, do this song instead. You might not like it, but do it. Mm. Here's some free tracksuits and clothes and here's some money and we're going to send you to this country to do this and that. You're like, what? And I've just got to sing that song and I get all that. All right, cool. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, you're not thinking about it. Fi- when you're 15, 16, you don't think about, but saying that, about do the you, long run. To, saying that, do you feel a sense then that maybe you're taking advantage of a little bit? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I look back now at people that we, that we was working around and the way I looked at them then. But now I think back with like older and wiser a little bit wiser head. Yeah. And look back on it now. I think, nah, I wouldn't trust them. Yeah. I wouldn't trust them now. Definitely, because them same people that was always there and around, you know, once once you're no longer signed, 
all of a sudden the phones ain't picking up or they ain't calling you no more. Oh, yeah, you know I mean, so it, for for us back then, it was it was all and then nothing. Mm. It's it's like a it's a solid cut off. Mm. What was like the time frame? What was the frame between everything was just like moving fast, everything was going great, and then it wasn't so great. The last thing I remember doing is headlining Wembley at our tour, That's our arena mad, tour. By the way. That's crazy. That was the last show we done together. Mm. So we basically come off of sold out arena tour to, um, and then the second album was done and then it come to doing the option for the next album. And I think the time when we was doing all this was kind of the time when all the illegal downloads was fresh coming yeah, out. LimeWire. Yeah, exactly. Because you got to think back when we was out, there was no social media. Mm. Didn't even have MySpace. MySpace came out after we ended. So you didn't have all them different avenues and stuff. It was all illegal downloads. So this is when record sales and record companies were taking a massive hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So although we were selling out shows, left, right and centre, we weren't selling records. We was, you know, was making like gold on our albums rather than, you know, with the money they was investing, they was wanting platinum. And with the ticket sales we was doing, we should have really been doing that yeah, as well, yeah. but we weren't. So we took a massive hit with that. So it kind of went from doing the arena tour to them sort of optioning over, do they want to do, like, carry out the next option on the contract or not? And then the label got taken over by another guy and he he completely changed, like, the the whole look of the label. He brought in, like, the darkness, James Blunt. Oh, yeah, so it, good grief. Yeah, exactly. It took a <laughs> completely game, game. game. And then, um, yeah, it just kind of fizzled out. Just it, there was no kind of day where they said, "This is done for you now." Yeah. You know, the just just the emails, the calls, the offers just started slowing down until they eventually became nothing. Mm. Okay. And then by that time, you kind of like you've been waiting around, and then it kind of dawns on you, "Oh shit! Well, if I knew this, I'd have been you know chasing other avenues or trying to <laughs> yeah. sit this up, or set that up." Yeah. 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 And then by that time, it's because the, the industry, the music industry is 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 cutthroat as well. Not just not just the people in it, but consumers are cut for it as well. Yeah. Like if they don't hear from you for a little while, they're onto the next thing already. Yeah. You know what I mean? You have to stay active and if you don't stay active, you can get left behind. Do you think you would have been, you would have had a longer run if you came out now? I think we was a little, I think we was a little bit too early and, and we, and I think if we'd have stuck to our, to our roots of what we wanted to do, we would have been a lot better. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because even even in talking to Mars, like he was telling me that you lot were like really trying to bar, mm. but like the label wasn't really mm. trying to have you lot do that. We grew up as MCs, yeah. like MC into well mainly garage, yeah. But that's what we used to do. We used to stand around the decks on a Friday or Saturday night at yeah. a party. Some there'd be a DJ there with the vinyls, and we'd just be passing the mic around back to back all night. Mm. That's what we came up on. That's what we got signed for. But then you know they changed it to to fit the market. Typical label stuff. Mm, yeah. Typical label nonsense. Yeah, fair enough. That's interesting, though, man. It's interesting. It's a good insight. Of, yeah, mm. man. It's, it's interesting. To get some As I say, I don't know what the industry's like now. It seems yeah. like artists have a lot more freedom in what they put out now because, especially with rappers and stuff, there's a lot of UK rappers now that seem to be making music that looks like it suits them. It doesn't look like they're, they're trying to cater to a commercial market too much. I think yeah. a lot of them are they independent are. as well. They are, but not, are. not, 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 not to the point where. Not to the point they're where they're becoming to. cheesy. Yeah, yeah. They're not I mean, being they're, they're, they're kind of, but they're still putting their own flavor. On, on these songs. And Dave would never have succeeded tell you when you was rapping. Someone no, like, but would Black industry... have gone on radio back then? No. Do you see what I'm saying? No, yeah. The, you got to yeah. think, when we was out, we was the only ones that was even kind of rapping. Yeah. We was we was going and doing like Party in the Park with Westlife, Blue, Girls Aloud, Sugar Babes. Oh, uh, Liberty X. 
Cheeky girls. <laughs> oh, key, yo, that's, that's, what the, that's what the market was. Keisha from Sugar Babes is so fine. Uh, carry on, Meadow, please. Please, please, please. please, please, please. please. Yo, I hate your side. Peter, I hate your sidebars. <laughs> I'm just saying. I thought he really had something to say, by the way. <laughs> you know what I mean? I thought he had something to say. Because he stopped Melo in his tracks. She, uh, she was one of my crushes when yeah, I was growing up. Shout out to Keisha. We got on well with the Sugar Birds. We done a lot oh, of shows man. with them, man. But now, yeah, the market was a lot different back then. So I don't think a lot of the artists that are out now, I don't think they would have made sense in the market back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah. They, but there was a market, but it was underground. And I think a lot of artists now are independent. Yeah. And there was AJ no such Tra- thing. AJ Tracy well, is completely quote, independent. Quote, 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 <laughs> quote, AJ Tracy, quote. though, is, he is completely independent. He is, yeah. He's yeah. one of the few who actually are. Yeah. Has he got uh, no backing so like, at all? No, no. If you see a billboard with AJ Tracy on it, him and his team have paid for that. Fuck yeah. You know but, I mean? he's, but they've got to a position where they can now. Yeah, no, exactly. Salute to him, yeah. though. Yeah. Yeah. Salute to AJ Tracy. Yeah. Whereas others are fronting like they're independent, but they're getting funded by majors. Yeah. Well, in the UK? Yes. Stormzy. Stormzy's not independent. But Stormzy said no he was way. for years and he wasn't. Allegedly. We're not going to get into this again. Yeah. It's a whole other conversation, man. And okay. Okay. I, said, I, I said we weren't going to get into this. You just went into it. I'll speak about this off here. <laughs> cool. Is there ever like a desire for you guys to come back and do it like legit? Like now? What, as a full squad? Yeah. yeah. Nah. Nothing. I mean, I still do a lot of shows. Yeah, we do. Like, we're doing like a... We done it last year. We're doing the second leg this year, like an arena tour, with um not just us. There's no way we'd sell a whole arena tour now, but it's <laughs> yeah, good. it's like us and a lot of the artists that we used to, uh, yeah, from from that time. So we still do a lot of shows, but a lot of the boys are just on different avenues now. But mm. two two of the boys, to be fair, are still very much within the music industry. They're producers. Um, they done a lot of the Emily Sunday album, Sam Smith album. Oh, sweet. Oh. Yeah, Mojam. Yeah, they. I think they even got a um. What was the award he won for his album? Um, Grammy. Swear. Yeah, so that, that album won a Grammy. Um, so they, they ended up getting sent a plaque from the Grammys and everything for their production and stuff. Right. So they've done a yeah, they're doing they're doing really well. they they've just got the new H single, Bust Down. Um That's them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's produced by them. Um Yeah, they've done a lot of they've done a lot of the, a lot of the songs that you hear on a lot of the, the UK mm. art, um albums and stuff now. They've produced a lot of it, yeah. They're doing really well, them too. And then some of the other, one of the other boys, Ollie, you know Ollie. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's gone down the management line. He's managing a, a really, really, really cool artist called um, Miller Blue. Um, you can actually, you, should, you guys should check him out on Spotify. He's a really cool artist. Shout um, out to him. So yeah, but I, I, I just don't think it would work. All, all ten of us getting mm. back together now. I think since we even since we I say split up, we didn't split up because we're still boys. But since it ended all them years ago, I think all 10 of us together have only been in a room, all 10 of us, maybe once or twice Rah. in the last 15, 16 years. Yeah, yeah that's a bit. Yeah. So, yeah. It happens though, it's life, mm. man. I mean, we all see each other, yeah, but to get all 10 of us together, like four, <laughs> four or five of us are married now and not one of the weddings has had all 10 of them there. Rah. So, so yeah, yeah. Happens. Yeah, it does. Yeah, life yeah, gets man. in the way, man. 100%. Mm. Fair enough. All right, guys, let's move on to the first topic. First? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, we got like 45 minutes, man. It's the first one. So, yeah. Um, what we're going to talk about now is we're just going to break down and get into what I think is one of the albums of the year. Um, K.A. Kano's Hoodies All Summer. This came out like last month, end of last month. Um, 40 minutes in length. Um, yeah, man. It's, 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 a, it's definitely a departure in some ways for, for Kano in the sense of like, even though the Maiden Manor was very like, Grimy slash UK hip hop I feel like on Hoodies All Summer, there's a lot more of like, especially on a couple songs like 
more like dance or um, mm. dance or influence, more like dub steppy, but not really dub steppy mm. influence as well. So it's a little bit of a leap. Um, and you do have the classic grime of tunes like Class of Deja as well. Yeah. So, That's a jam that yeah, watching. I mean, guys, what are our thoughts on the album? I want to hear Mo's thoughts. Cause... Nah, nah, you lot go first. <laughs> nah, because Mo made me feel like he might say something flagrant. Nah, so nah, nah, nah. I'll go first. Nah, I'm not, yeah, thank I'll you go first. I'm... I think it's an incredible album. I think it's one of the albums of the year. I think the length helps it because you don't get dragged down by too much filler. Yeah. And he says what he needs to say in a very short space of time. I think Class of Deja is an instant classic tune. Um, Trouble, along with the video, is an amazing song. Um, What's the one with Popcorn on? Can't oh, Hold Me Down. Yeah, that, one. That, that one. That one is hard. Yeah, that's yeah. It. Pan Fried with Kojo Funds is dope. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The intro is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, Brandy Beat, Got My Brandy, Got My Beats. Sick as well. Like, it isn't a bad song on the album, I don't think. I didn't like um, Track 10, Suck Your Mom. You didn't like Suck Your Mom? Yeah, I, I, didn't, like I, I didn't like that. I could have done without that, man. Talk really? Do you know yeah. what? As well for this with this album, it was weird, yeah. Because when when I knew we were talking about this, I, I'd listened to it already, tried to, and this is what worried me about the album because it took me a couple of goes to be able to get through it. Mm. To there was just something that wasn't in the first on the first listen wasn't gripping me and mm. saying, "Listen to me, listen to me." I generally but, feel like people feel that way about Kano, though. Like, I, yeah, but I don't usually. Yeah. I love Kano. Like, he was in, he was in my top five. You know what I mean? I, I I rate Kano very very highly, and even on this album, I rate him amazingly on it. I think his flow wise, lyrically, content, everything, he smashes it. You get what you expect to get from Kano. I think the I don't know the production. See, I love the production. Nah, see the pro- I think I don't. I'm not sure on some of the tracks whether the production and Kano fit together. Any but, tracks in particular? <laughs> I can't really remember the names of the tracks. To was be it honest. maybe "Suck Your Mum"? "Suck Your Mum" I wasn't a fan of. Yeah, no. man. I... Mm. What was it? What was it about that you weren't a fan of? But I think, I think this. So I think this album though is one that the more I go back and listen to it, mm. the more I'm gonna love it because I think there's still a lot of bars and a lot of things that he's trying to say that I'm that you maybe missed out on on the, on the first listen. Yeah. See, the first time I heard it, I loved it, mm. and I text like oh, mine and Yemi's um group chat with our family. Like, I was like, "Yo, this is this is banging. There's not a mm. bad song on it." Um, so in the first listen, I was just caught up in the hype. Mm. I was excited because it's Kano and he's like one of my favorites. Um, and then when I gave it a second listen, like my older brother, Rich, he's been on the pod, shout at him. Um, he um, was like, bro, when you give it a second listen, let me know. Mm. So when he said that, I started getting worried. Mm-hmm. Like, am I going to hear something that I didn't hear the first time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I haven't actually asked him what he meant yet, but I just enjoyed the whole album. And mm. I like the, um, the social commentary aspect of it. Yeah. I feel like he's like, putting his arm around like, you know, like a young, a young lad and just, you know, talking about the ills of society. And mm. he represents you know, London. Yeah, like, man. Yeah. And he's like, perfectly kind of telling them what way to go, letting them know what's out there. Um, and to be careful with this, be careful with that. And I feel like there were so many different themes within this album that I just think he just, and he, he doesn't do it in a patronizing or insulting way. Either. Yeah. It's not, At it's all. not preachy. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Okala, no disrespect to Okala, he can be accused of being preachy, whereas yeah. Kane don't come across like mm. that on this album. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I just think it's a dope album, man. I love like every track, but track 10. I was happy I got through it, to be fair, and that, and that I, had, I gave it another chance because for some reason, and I don't know why, the, the first two times I tried, I even messaged you about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, couldn't, I couldn't get gripped into it. I couldn't get pulled into mm. it, but I managed to finally sit and listen properly to the whole album, and I'm glad I did because... I would be sitting here otherwise saying something completely different because I, I now think it's a great album. Is it because it's different from Made in a Manor? Yeah, I think it's very different from what I was expecting okay. for Kano. 
Whereas songs like um, the Deja song yeah. is is what you typically expect yeah. of Kano if you listen, you know, from if you listen talking about like old school Kano when he first used to come out doing like the Lord of the Mics DVDs and stuff. Mm. That's what that's for me is where Kano is at his best. Like that, you know, we use back to back with Gets and mm. D Double. That's how I like to hear Kano. But yeah, I was I was still I was surprised with the album. It was very different to what I thought. Yeah. Uh, and the production as well, I thought was really good, man. I feel like it was a mix of just great musicality, and then, and I want—I don't want to—I don't want us to be insulting, but you know the basicness of like Esky beats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was like a mix of that and a couple of tracks that I really enjoyed. Mm. And I feel like the fact that he was able to juggle the two on this one album is great. It's like a grown gra- um, grime album. Mm. We're getting um, a couple of those, and shout out Blue May and Jody Milliner for the production all throughout the album as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they didn't put a foot wrong. Generally, mm-hmm. it helps that. Um, they were they're both in his live band, so they, they, that familiarity is mm. there. So I feel like you could definitely hear that on the album. Um, Mo, what are your thoughts? Uh, <laughs> I don't know why you are laughing because you're gonna. Add, I'm not even. You're me screwing the fuck out of me. Right How now. am I screwing you? I'm you're not doing screwing anything, me, bro. I'm not, I'm not doing like, anything. No, I'm not doing anything. In my defense, don't defend yourself. Just, just say your just views. Be real, bro. Feel, no, I'm keep it real, bro. I'm keep it back. I feel like Yemi and Peter Rain really made me dislike this album. Cause let me give you context to why they made me dislike this album. Well, before you heard it, you mean? No, yeah, not even before I heard it. Just Kano in general. So, wow. Okay. Wait, what? Are you gonna let me talk? <laughs> this is my moment, not yours, sir. Okay, before you say anything, sir, listeners, this is, sir, this is my moment. Me not and yours. Yemi have said nothing. Yo, I reclaim my time back. <laughs> <laughs> what did he do in the course in America? I reclaim my time back. Can you stop talking, sir? Thank you very much. Now, back to my point, ladies and gentlemen. Now, Yemi and Peter put Kano on the pedestals of pedestals. <laughs> So when I listen to, you know when, if I tell you, yeah, yo, this guy's the greatest, this guy's the greatest, this guy's the greatest. Mm. If I, Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson. When you listen to Thriller, you're expecting it to be one of the best albums of all time. Do you see what I'm saying? When you put someone on such a pedestal, you f- you're expecting it to be yeah. one of the great I, I, I do feel Kano has that barrier with some people. No, yeah. They hold him so highly That's, that. And, it's these, I, and I don't think it counts for this album. No, but these but two bastards do that. Yeah, they, where he could do anything and people will say, the sun shines out of it. That's my point, yeah. fam. Yeah, because these subs is these two. So they put no. Let me finish before you not get involved. Right, cool. <laughs> these now, two are itching. No, bro. <laughs> I'm like, we've got a group chat. Yeah, we've got a group chat. So since I've known Pete and Yemi, I've known yeah. Yemi about three, four years. Pete about what? From two, three, two. Mm. So I'm not so far. Wow. So every the day I met them, Kano's the best. Kano's the best. No one can touch him. No one can touch him. Cool. You finally give me an album in the time I've known these guys. This album better be the shit. Like, this album better be amazing for the level of these guys are putting you on. And then before I even listen to that album, there's someone called Yemi who put a message in the group saying this album's amazing. Before I even listen to this album. Mm. So already, when I listen to this, I'm thinking, because of the rapper that these guys say he is, which I've listened to, Kano's, you know what I'm saying? The rapper they say he is and the album that Yemi has said it is, because I trust Yemi's ears, I'm thinking this shit to be wavy. I've not listened to this album. Kano is wavy on it though. No, no, I've I've listened to it. Mm. It's a good album. Mm. (laughs) <laughs> that's it okay. it's a good album now I feel like I'm in Melo's position where sorry I listen twice so yeah. maybe I do need to listen three four times before I'm not saying it's whack but I'm not saying it's retrospective no, I'm joking I'm not saying it's <laughs> I'm not saying it's amazing either I'm saying it's a mm. good album maybe I genuinely might need to marinate on it two or three times more but it's a good album. Just I don't see it to the level of everyone else has put it. Who's mm. everyone else though? Because I've, seen, like, a, I've seen a few people gas it on social media. Maybe forget, not gas it because it's for them. 
Okay. Because I haven't actually said anything media. to you about the album. No, yeah, but yeah, yeah, I haven't actually said anything. It got four stars in NME. Yeah, and I remember even like on social media, you see people be like, it's. I've only spoken to Yemi and Rich about it. No, Yemi has put no one else. Yemi has said in the group that it's. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna talk. Go ahead. No way. I feel like I'm gonna get. <laughs> yeah. Yo, yeah, looks like he's gonna punch yeah. my face. So you feel just like it's say just what you want to say. So you feel like it's just a good album. So you feel like it's just a good album. Um, it's yeah, it's a good album. What don't you like about it? Um, like I said, I feel like the production sometimes over. It doesn't fit, but at the same okay. time, I it might just be I need to marinate on it a bit more. Any examples? So tried, any tracks um, particularly? There's a few you can run through. No, not a few that I don't like. Let me not say. That's no, just any like, tracks that you feel like the production kind of overshadows. Or overwhelmed Kano. I was talking about my head. Okay. For what it's worth, but I said that as well before. I don't think the production overwhelmed Kano. I think I think Kano shone better than the production. Yeah. Uh, but he does I, that anyway. He does mm. that on anything. Like on Made in the Manor, I think more time it was him over the production. I'm not a massive fan of the popcorn song, by the way. Oh, well, I love that song. No, I love that I'm one. Not massive I love that one. Just personally, I'm not massive. I think that's probably my that apart from apart from the Deja. So what's the Deja song called? I keep calling it Deja. Yeah, yeah. Apart from that one, um, the popcorn song I love was, that my, was my favorite one on the tune. But I love yeah. the one that he put out as well, Trouble. I think that's a great song as well. Trouble I loved. Um, and I, now, think we're, I think where Kano's sprinkling a lot of like, you know, the ills of society, I think songs like the one with popcorn kind of shone even more. Yeah. It makes it well-rounded. Like, yeah, do you know what yeah. I'm saying? You're not going to want constant al- a constant album of... No, nah, he needed them songs on there. You needed the well-roundedness. Um, but again, like, I'm not saying it's work because it's not. You just weren't wow. It's just, I weren't Little Sims. I went what? Like oh, what? So you think Little Sims is better than this? I feel like Little Sims album is winning so far. I'm out of the year. Okay. Personally, I feel, like, I feel like Little Sims still got out of the year for me personally. Um, I do think it's amazing, and people think it's amazing. I think if it wasn't Kano, it would still be an amazing album. If it was someone else who was rapping the same, or it was just the same album but a different artist, it would still be an amazing album. So I stand by what I said. If you feel like I've put Kano on a pedestal, then. Fair enough, but I feel like the same way you have for, for Wretch as well. <laughs> I agree with Just, that. You know what I mean? I agree with that. So, I agree with that. you know. I think I definitely no, listen I agree with you. to I this agree album with, with a different ear knowing that it's Kano though, for me personally. Yeah, 100%. Like if it was someone else, then maybe I wouldn't rate it as much. But because listening to what Kano's talking about and knowing, you know, the history of Kano and you, you kind of, you, yeah, you listen to it differently. If someone else was saying the stuff he's saying the way he's saying it, would you rate it as much? If it was someone that you'd never heard of before, if it was, if it was their first album, I still think it was dope. Whoever would you think was. it was amazing if it was their first album? It was the fir- this album was the first time you heard someone. Yeah, man, there's a lot. Yeah, of depth. Yeah, I think so. For a first album, I think so. There's a lot of depth there, man, mm. and it's sca- I think that's it's kind of scary. I feel I like think, sorry, oh, go on. no, no, go on, go on, continue, I feel go on. like for you to if just you know hypothetically if this was a mm. first album, for this to be what it is, it would kind of give me that day feel where like you know you're really commentating on. You're reflecting the times. That's mm. what you want artists to do. Yeah. Like Nina Simone's always banged on about like artists reflecting the times. Mm. That's why like I think this album's gonna be very important. Because I feel like he's doing just that. Yeah. And, and by... he's not doing it, sorry, I mean, he's not doing it in a preachy way. And I think it's very hard to do. Mm. Like artists like common that you know talk about you know society and things like that, they can come across very um, preachy and sometimes corny, but Kane is able to still um be cool with it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like I would let I'll play this album for my little cousin, and I don't think he would feel like I'm telling him what to do. Okay, I see. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Whereas with a Carla or whoever, they may yeah, yeah, it'll be a bit different. Yeah. And I feel like by our very nature as fans, if we're a fan of someone, we're gonna big up their work. Yeah, of course. A little bit more than maybe it deserves. I think in this case, it deserves deserves the praise it's getting. I disagree with that. I think we're even harsher. 
If we put them on a pedestal, we're well, I mean, even harsher. I think we have to unlearn the idea of picking someone up to the point where we are criticizing them. Right. I don't think it's a natural inclination to judge them harshly as it is to enjoy it a lot more than it You'll is. You'll give it more listens yeah. and more trust before you say it's... Do you see what I'm saying? Because this is yeah, if it's someone if 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 it's someone you usually enjoy, you'll you'll give it another chance and listen again, maybe. Where if it's someone that you're usually not that into, and but it was exactly the same album as, but you're not usually into them, you're gonna hear it the first time, and be like, nah, I'm not giving it's it another not, chance. I'm different. I'm very harsh. If like I love you, I'm even harsher. No, I'm the opposite. So like, with Kano, I had had this whole like thing in my head where I was gonna like chill and just play the album. Mm. But I went to see Rich, and he was like, bro, on your way home, just press play. So mm. I had no time to prep my mind mentally for taking in time. I just pressed play. Mm. I was just like, rah, like track after track after track. And I weren't skipping it. And I weren't even checking to see what the name of the song was. I was just enjoying yeah. what I was hearing. So I was like, yeah, this is a banging album. And that's when I got gassed. And that's when I texted the group. I was like, yo, Kano's got one. You haven't, <laughs> always been, you haven't always been harsh though, have you? Um, I think over the years where a lot of my favorites um, started dropping mediocre projects, I became a lot harsher. Because, but where so much music is being released, like time is precious, man. So I'm not even getting a time it's to listen to everything. With, with so if you're, so I'm, yeah, yeah, online man. music and stuff is it's a lot different. You know it's saying? not like I remember, like when I was younger, like you know, you you get your pocket money or whatever it was, and the, your out al- the album that you want would be out. You'd have to get on the bus mm. and physically go out, walk in the shop and queue up and buy that album, go home, put it on. Sit there looking through the through the book. It was an experience. Yeah, yeah, having a new album was an experience. Now it's just done like the scroll of a phone. Exactly. That 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 fun part of it is completely gone. And there's so much of it. So now, if like I'm now taking my time out to listen to your album and it isn't great, I'm gonna be vexed. Yeah. Like oh man. But you give them more trials. Yeah, of course. Out of the list of albums that I need to get through, I'm choosing to listen to yours, and it's whack. I'm gonna trash that shit. Mm. (laughs) Do you know what I'm saying? So I became hard. But what's whack to you isn't necessarily whack to someone else. Oh yeah, of course, of course, of course. Mm. Um, I'm gonna give Kano more tries though. Like, I th- it might be a mental situation. He needs to. I need to listen to it three, four times because I've been in that situation a few times. Is it his best album yet? Um, conceptually, yeah, I'd say so. Um, I'm probably still gonna put Home Sweet Home over it just because of what yeah. it meant. But as far as albums and bodies of work, mm. it's got to be. Because I said that the same for Made in the Manor, and I th- and I still think Made in the Manor is a great album too. Made in the Manor, yeah. I see. Made in a manner I would say I probably preferred. Okay. I'm yeah. not going to say which one I prefer just yet. I need to, this one needs to live a bit on more. On first listen. Yeah. And just, it, just, first, it yeah. just needs to be out for longer. Mm. I've had on more first time listen, with Made in a manner, innit? Hoodies all summer. Huh? On yeah. first listen, I prefer Hoodies all summer. Okay. Yeah. I've listened to, I've listened to it like six times now. And on the album? It's, yeah. Is going to be a classic? I definitely need to go again on it. Uh, I mean, I said the same about Made in a manner and no one really remembers it, which is a shame, mm. but. Do they, don't they? Not really, no. Not really. A lot of people didn't like Maiden Manor. Really? Yeah, a lot I of people did not like Maiden I Manor. I can tell. <laughs> Boy, I mean, you ain't in these streets. But, um, <laughs> no, that's what's enough. amazing. Man. He really isn't, but... He ain't. And he's shocked when someone tells him something. Yeah, but we <laughs> saw, yeah, but we saw, yeah, but we Facts. saw Kane perform, though. He performed when the album dropped and like, everyone was going nuts. That's because they were his fans. Yeah, and people that I... No, but it weren't his show. Oh, my fault, my fault, my fault, my fault, my fault. Um, and yeah. people I've spoken to, like, everyone's lovely. I'm so... Mm. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I mean... Those sort of fans don't necessarily dictate the conversation anymore. I think it's more so like the casual fans who will listen to mm. like the more casual stuff rather than the heads that are really dominating the chat as to yeah. what is good and what isn't. Yeah. So in your circles, you're going to hear that because you hang around those types of people. Yeah. But in general rap circles, 
Nah, I mean, it came out the same year. Made the Manor came out the same way as Kanichiwa. Kanichiwa won a Mercury. Made the Manor was nominated. I think Made the Manor should have won it. Simply for what it was saying and what, it, what the subject matter was and stuff. But sometimes I feel like I need Kano to get more like praise, though, man. There's just something he about, definitely needs more praise. I don't know what it is, though. Like, I'm Kano not gets nah, his... I, 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 think, I think Kano is, is you, you talk to if you talk to a, any like rap head that listens to rap in general and you're talking about UK rappers. Kano's in their top five. I was going to say that. Kano, get, you know yo, Kano gets his just dues, yeah, 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 bro. You say Kano that, but I feel like a lot of more, I think a lot more people draw for Wretch or gets more. Nah, Kano nah. gets I don't know Wretch, why. Wretch, I feel like Wretch, yeah, because I feel like Wretch And Skepta. And I think I, Kano would be your favourite rapper's favourite rapper. Yeah, or Wretch. Yeah. I think one of them two. No bias aside. But I do feel like Kano now gets his just dues. Mm. I've never spoke to a person that knows hip hop. Like even me, Kano's still my top three. Mm. I'm not exactly saying that Kano's, Kano's top two actually. Kano's taken from me after Rich. Mm. Greatest rapper that's ever come out of the UK. He's got like, one bar on that new album, isn't it? When he says, um, Kane. Yeah, on the new album, he says something about um, Killer kill MC with bare different flows or something, and then Killer MC with presence alone. Yeah. And it's true, he mm. can. Like, I was on Deja. Yeah, K- K- Kano is that guy. Just if if you was an presence. MC and you're in a room MCing, at an event or something, and you see Kano walk in the room, you, the hairs on your back and your neck are standing up, and all of a sudden you're seeing this mic completely different because Kano is <laughs> it's in a the different room. Kind of pressure, yeah. It's a different, different kind of pressure. This is great, but I still think it's still like a certain audience. I don't necessarily think he's everyone's cup of tea because of a lot of things. Really, people mm. sometimes don't understand what he's saying. Maybe sometimes the language is a bit too coded. Whereas someone like Rich, a lot more clear, a lot more understandable. Mm. Someone like Skepta as well. I think that is a hindrance to him as well. Obviously, he isn't always as grimy as we would like him to be. So maybe that's yes, the thing against him mm. as well. So it definitely depends on who you're asking. I think yeah. in the general sense, people are going for more explosive MCs. Does people he... who have hits, yeah, people who have this, that, and the other. But, sorry, no, no, go, go, go. Um, You're saying he's not always grimy and that's what people complain about. But I still feel like he shows, he still flexes lyrically like mm. on the not so grimy tunes. Yes. And but... I, I don't feel like there's any type of track that he doesn't really flex like that. Because even on, um, what's the name of the tune? I think it's... um. Got my brandy and my beats yeah. or something like that. Like, I think that's that's like a heartbreak tune, but he's still like barring. Mm. So it's like, 100%, I don't think I get... you could ever take from him perform- his performance lyrically. Yeah, he no never really softens of... himself down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't necessarily yeah. think it's the performance lyrically. It's more so the sound, I think. Maybe people want him on different sounds. Maybe they want him more grime as opposed to hip hop. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It I, might be that. I'd I'm agree just with that. Because yeah. I think... The, the, like I said, the only issues I had with the album, and I can't, I couldn't, I couldn't pinpoint the songs, so I don't know the album well enough yet. But there was one or two songs on there where the, the beats were rolling, and it's good. I wouldn't say they're dead bit. It's good production, but it just didn't feel right with the flows that the way Kano flows and the way Kano. It almost felt like he was waiting for him to go out of time or come off beat on it. I feel you. And it's hard to kind of catch a head bop to. Yeah. Okay. You see it's what I mean? It's, yeah. it's like the second track. It's like good youths. Yeah, I didn't like that song. Yes, I, I I think, yes, it's that, that track. Either. It's the second track. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a bit of that. Mm. So I feel you. You didn't like that song? No. Nah. Yeah, man. Just that one and um, suck your mum. The um, the beat switch on teardrops. <sighs> yeah. I yeah, nearly you... dropped a teardrop, fam. Was that, is that the one where the you gospel choir coming? Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh my word! How dare you? I was like, how dare you? Oh, Kane, don't do it to him. <laughs> bro, and then when like when gets came in on um, class of Deja, yeah, mad, bro. I was like, nah, man. Nah, really I got gas. I got so happy, bro. Because them two were like flipping Andy Cole and Dwight York for me, yeah. man. They're, they're, they were in it. Yeah, they were. Their, ke- their chemistry is just like it's just mad. It's just bro, there. It's to there. the point it's where there. they're they're so good together 
that it's sometimes it's hard to differentiate when one stops and the other one yeah. starts because they're that well gelled together. I had yeah. that on this song actually. Yeah, yeah, that's a good yeah point. for real. That was, that was a lot of that during the song. Mm. He double came through as well. But yeah, man. All in all, I think it's a dope album. Um, I think for some for someone like Kane who comes in, does his business, kind of goes away, comes back, like he's given us two great albums in a row after mm. like years of like trying to experiment and stuff. So now I think he's definitely on the right track as far as what he wants to rap about and the kind of music he's rapping over. So I think he's definitely in a good place. Um, and that's very good for us as fans and like mm. the scene at large. So yeah, man, very, very happy with that. Also, oh, none of us, are, we all kind of agree here then, isn't it? Because I think it's a solid album. I just don't think it's... I no, say, I think you two are on the same. You and yeah, Mel are on the same. Yeah, page. Yeah, Me and yeah, yeah. I think we we all we all appreciate. We that all appreciate the album. No one saying maybe you two maybe like, more like so, more yeah, so yeah, than we yeah, did. Yeah. Yeah, 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 but I feel like again that might be a case where if we listen to it a couple of more yeah, times, yeah. or it might be generally because you man are more of a Kano fan than. I was just well, about I to say. Anyway. I was just about to say the yeah. two Kano fans are saying that it's a dope album. The two Rich fans are I'm a huge Kano fan. Yeah, I hold Kano over Rich. Do yeah. Kano is okay. one of my Wait, my favorites. I thought Rich yeah, was your yeah, number one. No, 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 no. no he didn't do it. I said Rich oh, first. Okay, they weren't in order. No, Kano for me is one of my favorite MCs. But this album, I'm, this is one. Like I said earlier, it's one of the things. Maybe if you ask me again in a couple of weeks' time, and I've heard it a few more times, it's a completely different answer. Mm. Mm. See, I, I hold Gets over Rich. Do you? Yeah. Same. And I think that was after Get. One, that, that was yes. after one episode that we had. I can't remember, but like, no, Gets is special. Right, He's cool. special. Right, cool. And even another feeling that I had from this album is that I feel like the older statesmen of like UK scene and the grime scene are like really aging well. Mm. Oh no, we, we're aging amazing. Bro, in the last UK. few it's years, so dope, Kano has dropped two dope albums. Getz has dropped a couple of dope albums. Skepta has dropped two solid albums. Rich has given us some... We're talking about Rich rapping. Dropped, Rich has dropped rapping. two good albums. We're talking about rapping. Huh? I'm saying who's the better rapper. No, no, no. talking about just musically. Just yeah. aging music. Oh, my fault, my fault, my fault. I thought you were trying to send a shot to Rich. I just said Rich like, just dropped a... What's the matter with you, man? The main point is the old generation of grime heads, maybe minus Wiley, are aging like wine and dropping dope work, which was very much needed back in the day when people didn't really rate grime as much. But now we can see that these guys are actually like elder states that are putting out dope music. And they're just getting better lyrically as well. Like Chip, I feel like... You may not like his album, similar to what Melo said earlier and his mixtapes, but rapping, he's just- Yeah, rapping wise, yeah. yeah. Do you think you can't touch him? Do you think there's a reason why though? What, he's like, why is it, why in UK do we get better? It's because it doesn't happen in America. No, it does. As often. Uh, I mean, there, we literally there, said I think majority, there are a lot of examples no, in but the I US. Said we, we said majority of our rappers here kind of age. The older ones. Yeah, yeah they age really well here. Yeah, but even our older Chip ones has they're gone not a lot really that old, are they? Because yeah, they, started, they started so That's young. A good That's you know what I mean? Because like, Kane's only like 30. A lot of them are still Kane, 80s babies. Yeah, Kano's like a year older than me. Yeah. A lot of them are still 80s babies. Yeah. 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 Like Red Chip is only like 28, 29. Chip's exactly. like a year older yeah. than us. You look at, do you remember the, did you the Lord of the Mics DVDs yeah. and stuff? Yeah. Like when Kano's at the, the bottom of them stairs, MC. How old does he look there? Look what? 16. 15, 16, yeah. So from there, ball. even there to now, 16 years or whatever, that's and he's still, he's still only mid 30s. Mm, so that's, that's why they're getting better because they're not old yet, are they? That's a good shot. And even like Bashi, even though like he's not really making music anymore, oh, he's, he's, in, he's in the acting, oh, but he's yeah. still aging no, well. No, he like, aged well, though. So I'm he saying, can rap, can rap, and I think Kano had a bar about him. Them as two, like I think yes. they were shopping for matching cars, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's what made me think of Bashi. Then I went back and listened to Risky Roads, mm. and then I was listening to Bashi's Freestyle. I was like, yeah, man, Bashi was also another one that was he was different. Yeah, it's a good thing though, man. Like their age. Good him, man. Like mm. Rich is getting busy still. There's a few, there's a lot of rappers that still get, besides Wiley, 
Wiley's still doing they, okay. Wiley's still doing his thing, but musically he's not really there. Yeah. Now Wiley's in his own head. Didn't he have that tune? Um, what boasty? Yeah. Mm. That's still something. Um, no, my one his... or something now as well, isn't it? He's got that tune out with Dappy, Tory Lanes, and someone else. Yeah, he, that's moment. he's he's doing something new musically mm. anyway. So yeah. I suppose that's he's his. Kind of in his own. He's on his own mind, I guess, isn't it? Yeah, yeah he's yeah. in his own mind. He's in his own mind. Yeah, Shaw Wiley though he called Drake and Ed Sheeran culture vultures. I mean, I'm not gonna personally shout yeah, that. That was a good interview. That, that was a very good interview, wasn't it? He was just listen, shouting, yeah. shout out yeah. Dottie for he did not let her that. talk, bruv. He did not let. He her talk. He did not let her mm. talk, bruv. At she all. tried to say something, but no, he respectfully he... didn't let her talk. Innit? Yeah, he kept telling, he kept telling her, "You're my don don't you're my guy." Can you imagine disrespecting someone saying, "Yo, you're my don't," but yo, what did he say? Like, I remember he said something wild to her, but he's like, "Don't worry, you're my don't," but you're sucked in or something like that. Yo, you're disrespecting her with one hand and then. He said, oh man, shout out to Wiley, don't Bro, Bruv, he's an uncle. Like, in the purest sense. Man, why are you, bruv? He definitely likes the purest form. 100%. I see what you did there. I see what you did there. You get it. That's not getting edited out. That was, that was, that was <laughs> a bar and a half. That was good. That was a bar and a half. I tried, guys. I, I tell you, I could have been a rapper. Well, speaking of rapping. <laughs> <laughs> you lot think it's a joke. I've been saying I could have been a rapper. Fair enough, man. Well, safe. Uh, okay, let's move on to the next topic. So, um, yeah, man, we've come to the day where we are going to talk about a rapper who has been the source of a lot of contention and arguments on this podcast, especially. J. Cole? Um, I remember in the first episode when I said I liked one of this guy's songs and Peter <laughs> tried to say that I did not like one of those songs. Absolutely I don't know why I didn't snuff him there and then, but <laughs> we move. So we're going to get into a very... You still I don't suppose, like us like that. A very continue. continue, continue. 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 You want to let me talk? You want to let me talk? You want to let me talk? Continue. You want to let me talk? Absolute villain. I throw the mic at you, bro. Anyway, we're gonna get into a deep assessment over the career and legacy of one Marshall Mathers, Eminem, Slim Shady. I think those are all his names. Um. So um, I don't even know where we start to be honest because obviously he's 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 a certified legend in my view. Um, isn't he like the highest selling of all time as well, rapper? Hundred percent, hundred percent. He's definitely a legend. Easy one of the nicest to do it. Easy. Um, and obviously, there's a bit of contention because of what he used to be and what he is now, mm. um, and whether that affects his legacy or whether that affects his impact. So, I'm just going to open up the floor, guys. What do we think of Eminem and his career? Um, shall I go first? Yeah. Peter, just go first, no. man. Oh yeah, I feel like Pete's could spark a good debate. Uh, you got go on. I want to um, hear what Peter's got to before say. Before you say anything, audience, I want you to know that even though Peter has been shitting on Eminem all of these episodes <laughs> of the podcast, he came into the studio today to be like, oh, I'm going to take it easy on, Pete, on Eminem today. Fam, no, you're not. Yo, just say your truth. I mean, M's a great lyricist, always has been. Um, and he's still a decent rapper. Um, my only issue with M is I just feel as though he's overrated. Um... I've kind of always felt that way. I feel like because of his skin color, he's been propelled to um, a status that I don't feel like is necessarily fair. I feel like there are a lot of MCs that lyrically can do what he do. They may not be able to make the pop songs, but lyrically they can do what he, what he does. Um, but they haven't been able to be propelled as much. Um, and that, obviously that's not M's fault, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, I don't know, man. Like I've always, I loved Eminem growing up. I'm not gonna act like I didn't. I loved Eminem growing up, man. Like Stan, like is still one of, to me, one of the greatest hip hop songs ever. The storytelling on that is um, perfect. Like, lyrically, that song is perfect. Mm. Um, the um, Slim Shady LP, 
I loved that project. Marshall Mathers LP, I loved it. Eminem show was decent too. I think that's when it started going that's downhill. Decent. For me, for me. Um, Eminem show was his last great album, I think. Yeah. I agree. Okay, fine. You can say that. That was an amazing album. Um, you can say that. Um, Encore. Nah. And then I stopped listening after Encore. I'm going to be real. And then I came back around when he dropped um, Relapse. Recovery? No, Relapse. Relapse, okay. Yeah, Relapse. I tried to listen to Relapse when he was experimenting with all the different accents and yeah. stuff. Um, and then after that, I was done. Um, so I don't even have too much beef Did with him. to Kamikaze, the latest one? I won't listen to Eminem's albums no more. I won't lie to you. You His music, a, period. Oh, do you know? I'm yeah, not. when I was younger, I could probably take it in a lot more. Um, I was more open minded. As I've gotten older, the content that Eminem kind of spits about, I just can't really mm. relate to, and it just doesn't appease me. Um, I think even musically, the musicality of his music just doesn't do much for me anymore. Um, so I'm not really big on M. You know, I salute his legacy. He's always going to be one of the greatest lyricists to me. I just don't rate him as highly as everyone else. That's the only issue. Because I think everyone rates him so highly. I think people get onto me when they hear that I don't rate him as highly. Because it's just like someone, for example, not rating Jay or Nas highly. M's in that, he's in that ballpark as well, isn't it? Um, I just don't rate him as highly as everyone else. Mm. You also want him away from you and your family. Oh yeah, yeah, his music, yeah, nah. I'm not trying to hear like Kim in 2019. But like maybe like 20 years ago, that was, that was amazing to mm. me. Like the storytelling behind that was just amazing. Yeah. Like it was horrorcore. It was it was just great. It was just it was, great. It was like a movie. And, yeah, and a you know CD. What I'm um, but that's all. That's all. Like, I respect Eminem, man. That's all it is. I don't... You should definitely give his latest album, Kamikaze, a go. It feels like it's Eminem back with a bit of fire in the belly again. Mm. Okay. Going at a lot of people that have said stuff about him, critics and whatnot. And it's not, you know, he's got rid of them stupid accents and talking nonsense about this and that. And he's just addressing what people have addressed about him. But even with the thing with that, I feel as though he hasn't really been in any like rap beefs with anybody respectable. I feel like even with I going agree. at people, I agree. even with going at people, he always goes after the Britney Spears, mm. the Limp Biscuits. Yeah. But in his defense- But he ain't barring people that have sent for him. Who sent for him with that bars? Um, there's been a couple indirects that if you're if you're a rap fan, you will catch. Again, Nas has sent a couple cheeky jabs at him. Nas has on a few. And M didn't want it. Saying, but has anyone physically like, actually- out or is it just a little cheeky one two jabs? Um, Nas sent a couple one two jabs. Um, I think even with Royce the Five Nine, when he f it was I can't remember it was a tune. Um, Royce the Five Nine said for Eminem, they had beef. Yeah, they had beef. Well, they had yeah. beef where they fell out and stuff. And obviously, I'm not going to put it down to M being shook. Mm. Maybe it's just respect to the friendship too much. But what I'm saying is, M didn't really he hasn't really gotten into any sort of combat with anyone. anyone that can, yeah. He hasn't like he Benzino, Jaru, Mariah Carey, and Nick. Cannon, because you could say I mean? cannabis, yeah. but cannabis was even at the cannabis end of at his... that point wasn't anybody like that. Yeah. Like that. Not respect to cannabis, he wasn't. Mm. wasn't but what does it prove? Cannabis. What does it prove about Eminem if he does? Um, I feel like you could then maybe talk about more about his lyrical ability as far as his competitors are concerned. I don't feel like beef. Who? Okay, let me ask you a question. Who was better on Renegade? M. M. That's see, that's not even a clear cut thing to me because I think it is. Jay was talking. All right, Jay let me, was not, Jay let me was ask the question. Nice Eminem had the better verse. There was two verses each. Eminem Eminem's verses were better shit. than Jay's, yeah. but was Jay that? was still talking his shit. Of course he was. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, yeah, that's it. Man, I ain't, I'm not I hate on M. Man, I don't like this narrative. I, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm kind of the same, but not really in the sense of like I loved his first three albums front to back. Encore, I liked. Um, relapse. 
I wasn't too keen on it, but mm. it's Eminem. I'm going to give him another go. Hated recovery. Don't do that. And I haven't been back since. I wasn't a fan of recovery. I liked recovery. I didn't like More than I liked on Quan Rita. What about Marshmallow's LP too? I didn't like that. Yeah, I hate it. I that. liked the... On- in that I liked Rap God. Rap, the Rap God was cool because that kind of because that kind of showed me that yo he, he can do this. Bro, I hated that busy. song. I hated Rap God. You know that? Yeah. The eight minutes of <laughs> I didn't like it. Fair enough. But this is my issue. And even me. that album, sorry to cut you nah, off. Man, man, I man, think man. that was the Marshmallows LP too. Yeah, mm. I did. that album was produced by um, my man Beastie Boys. What's his name? Beastie Boys. Uh, Rick Rubin. Oh, right. And yeah. that album should have been it should have been sick. Rick Rubin produced it. And I gave I gave a couple of tunes like a couple of listens and it just wasn't it for me. If Eminem stopped rapping after Eminem show, mm. he would have been my favorite rapper of all time. Yeah, it, to be to be fair, for me, he still is my favorite of all time, just because of those three albums. And there's never been, and there's never been an artist whose album has gripped me so much as the Marshall Mavis LP. And I think it's just because his story was so different to anything else he was hearing. Like okay. Jay Z sick, Nas sick, but you was getting the you was getting the same stories just from a different perspective with those guys. Eminem, you was getting a completely different story, something you'd never heard before, and someone that really, really did not give a shit to say anything about anyone or anything. There was no secrets or anything with his whole life. You know what I mean? It was so laid out bare that you know it is what it is. Yeah, mm. and I don't think anyone's ever done it done that the way that he did. So like, you feel like there was like a an honesty, definitely, and an yeah. earnestness, and, and a ruthlessness, seen. a ruthlessness. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this, and I don't give a fuck what anyone thinks. The reason why, yeah, and it's like it I think was it's been great done back before. then, before not to that extent. Um, I think Tupac, I think Tupac okay, was yeah. extremely honest. He was. We we saw everything. He addressed yeah. everything that he ever dealt with. Yeah. Um, I hear what you're saying, but there's a, but there's a lot of Tupac influence extent. in Eminem. Well, Tupac. Yeah, you can tell that he's very, very highly influenced by Tupac, I think, in, on some of his... And it's not Especially when, songs it's, like Soldier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And obviously Eminem was a lot more graphic with yeah. things than anyone, really. Yeah. Um, I think my thing is he's always been kind of like goofy mm. because of the things he's rapped about. I suppose now, because the subject matter was better with the first three albums, now that he doesn't have as much to rap about, the goofiness shows a lot more. And that might affect your opinion of him, especially if he can't make good music or good albums. I think generally, like as an artist, he's always been someone who's been very like hands-on or well, in the latter part, like wanted to produce and stuff like that. I think that's hindered him because I don't think he's that great of a producer right. or anything like that. I think if he'd stayed with like Dre or like just like better producers, then we might be f- saying something different about him as mm. well. It's a bunch of different things, man. But you can't take away his lyrical ability. No, I, no, no, he's I, he's one of the nicest. You feel like I was doing that? Yeah, uh, to a certain extent. I feel like sometimes you do. I feel like he's goofy. You forget how that how nice Eminem is with it. I think if, if you listen to his new album Kamikaze, I think it's definitely worth giving a listen to. To hear lyrically and flow wise, he comes completely different to how he's come before. Mm. Um, it's on some on some songs, it's almost like he's showing off. Mm. He's showing off how he can put words together. And flow and rhyme and still make it make sense <laughs> and put jibes in at people. Um, yeah, literally, it feels like he's done this album on some songs to just take the piss. Just to still prove he's got just it. to show off. Yeah, this is what this is what I can do. My only issue with him. Sorry, can of, I before you answer that, Mo? Yeah. Can I ask how you guys feel like I'm taking away from his lyrical ability? I feel like I don't personally think he did. Yeah. To be, I fair. feel like knowing you, sometimes you're. I won't say anger towards Eminem because it's not, mm. but like your dislike towards Eminem. Shadows how nice he is at rapping. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? I That's agree. natural mm. though. I agree. 
if you don't like someone or you've you're whether you don't like them, I'm not gonna say you don't like someone, but mm. once you it is what it is like you don't care about that person anymore, you can't help but be like I you can't help it it's just human nature and if you don't like the content that's going to help too exactly no but I, I disagree with that because content or not whether he talks about chopping up his his baby mum and putting her in a boot or not <laughs> I still respect I still love him lyrically I've always loved Eminem lyrically um, I just don't rate him as highly as everyone else I don't think that's me taking away from how great lyrically he is because come on man like we're, we're all heads here like yeah, we can't yeah, yeah, there's yeah. no way you could take mm. away from how nice M is like, that's impossible maybe it's the way you I think I joke a lot. It's the way you word. That's the way you word. It's the way you word things. Yeah, yeah. It's, the, it's your it's your demeanor when we talk about Eminem. You instantly, you instantly like, you know what I'm saying? Like you go mad. You <laughs> no, go mad. So it's like, no, you could do that. If you, you could do that again. He, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I disagree, man. I just wow. feel like he takes, he takes stuff off the door and go. So do, you, do, you, do you do you two guys? Because just because Gunner Saint Peter touched on when he was first talking about Eminem. Do you guys think that? Eminem being white helped him get higher than um, higher than higher than he should have been. One hundred percent. That plays a factor in life. One hundred percent. That's just it goes hand in hand. He hit an audience that other rappers hadn't even scratched mm. back then. White to- kids in the suburbs who maybe didn't want too much of the black shit, but here's this white rapper, beach blonde hair, who's rapping out the sort of things that I feel like. Fuck you, mom. Mm. Like <laughs> fuck you, but this like, girl. What, this yeah. that and the other. But does that take think, away from his niceness? No, no, no. no. Thinking, I'm just saying no, the reason I mean, why he got propelled no, to where he is. What other rapper could speak about what he was? He spoke about when he first came in and gone that high that quick. Normally, rappers. I think. Come a, out with I something. think a lot like, of it even, was Dre as well. We had Dre behind. No, him. but I'm just saying, rapper about like same. J. Cole, for example. J. Cole came out with like workout, can't get enough, and then he started doing what he really wanted. I think that just happened. Eminem for white came rappers. out talking about killing his mum. And yeah. he still got propelled to where he got. I think that just happens for white rappers. That's wild. It's, it's the same thing for the Beastie Boys. The Beastie Boys were popular and was commercially successful because they marketed, they were marketable to a white audience. Whereas their black peers, like Run DMC, even though they were doing great, weren't as much mm. because even, of the same reason. I think it's the same thing with Eminem. I think it's the same thing with like any white rapper, really. Who's that? Who's that big, the the big fat white rapper that come out with Timberland? Bubba Sparks. Yeah. So what about him then? Why wasn't he? It was no, di- it plays hand in hand. Mm. He was Eminem was nice. Okay, yeah. Eminem so, great, so great being music. white as well. You, you it just get help, just it just even harder as well. It, yeah, yeah. Don't be wrong. If you're white, like, like there's been a lot of white rappers that ain't been nice and haven't gone anywhere yeah. because it goes hand in hand. Yeah, like so H, it works the other way. Yeah, as like well. H isn't the first UK white rapper, mm. but H is nice with it. Yeah, that's why he's getting to the level he's getting to. Mm. Eminem. For me, uh, if he stopped rapping after, like I said, he would have been one of the nicest. Maybe my favorite, but one he's of the He's still nicest. one of the nicest. No, I'm just saying, he would have been, if he stopped after 2003, he would have been yeah, arguably top five. No negatives Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Arguably top five of all time. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So when you're that good, so we're saying he, when he, his first three albums, he was looking at a top 10 rapper of all time. When you're that good, and then white people could be like, we can cling on to that guy because he's like, mm. he, we've got someone just as good as everyone else. It goes all, and then the music was still backing him up as well. Yeah. His cheesy songs were still good songs. And there's some rappers out there you can see, they just see words differently. Yeah. Eminem sees words and the dictionary differently to a lot of people. Mm. Like, have you guys seen the extended, um, deleted rap battle scenes from 8 Mile? No, never seen them. Where... He, he battled Marv 1. Oh, I swear. Yeah, so he battled Marv 1. During the filming, they they saw like yeah, the crowd that, doing that, like yeah. loads of battles between themselves. So they wanted to film some bits just to put us like skits in between mm. um, and to cut a long story short they, they picked three people out of the crowd three or four people out of the crowd to battle Eminem but Eminem had to just mime and pretend because they weren't going to use the audio so these rappers were able to spit at Eminem and they had time to write and prepare as well mm. so they spat these bars at Eminem and he had to kind of mime 
And then the first time he done it, the crowd was like, cool. And then the second time, the guy come at him and like cussed Eminem's mum. Eminem started miming and he heard the crowd start booing. Eminem turns the mic on and you see the guy's soul leave his body when he sees Eminem was, yeah, was, turn the mic on and he bodies him off the top of his head, three of them in a row and just bodies them. What's crazy? He's a battle rapper though, Eminem, Cra- isn't he? Huh? Yeah. Eminem's a battle rapper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. What's crazy is one of the guys in that cutscene was a, is a guy called Marv One who's a battle rapper. Is that the big guy? Yeah, the big yeah, fat yeah, one. That's, yeah, a, that's yeah. a legit battle rapper. Place the mic right yeah, yeah, yeah. His titties, yeah. And he's a legit battle rapper <laughs> yeah. and he kind of bodied, not even kind of, yeah. he bodied Marv One. But yeah. like, but even what M does lyrically, I feel like Pharaoh Munch does the same thing. So I don't understand why, so my, my, my critique comes in as to why someone like a, very much. Very much doesn't make popular music. That's what you mean. And, con- yeah, and, and content as well. Yeah, but even lyrically, like M's respected lyrically for what he does and he's propelled quite high. Someone like a Ferro Munch, I feel like, should equally be propelled as high. But his music doesn't yeah. have but, but also, like, people like Ferro Munch, they just keep quiet. They just mm. do their stuff and move on. They don't make M noise. keeps quiet too. We don't hear Eminem. from him unless he drops an album. That guy drops an, he's been dropping an album and then disappearing for the last yeah, 10 years. Yeah, but when he drops he hasn't always been that way. He hasn't always been that way. When Eminem first came out, he was flooding the scene. Would it, was he? Would you say flooding the scene? He had the machine I mean, behind it, him doing it for him. Not flooding the scene, but like he knew what he was in. When you yeah, because he had he had Marshall Mavis LP coming out, or was it Slim Shady LP? And then you had the Dre album dropping at similar times. So he was doing he was on his stuff. Then he was on Forgot About Dre. You know he, was so he, he, he was doing a lot. He was out. He was out and about. Yeah. Three, four yeah. years. He was doing a lot. Those were great times too. Mm, yeah, great time. Probably one of my favorite times in hip yeah. hop back then. Mm, the definitely. box. The only reason why Eminem isn't, I don't. There's not another rapper that's. Had as a, in my opinion, as a better run as Eminem ever. As bad a run? Yeah. As far as like albums? Yeah. If his last good album to me was 2003 and we're now 2019, what rappers had as bad as run as the Eminem? None come to mind right That's now. That's that level. Yeah, but I feel like even that, and I'm going to defend Em in that respect because Recovery was a good album. So you're probably thinking about because. I said I like Recovery. Yeah, but because I'm Slim Shady LP was so good, Marshmallows was so good. Those are like Eminem show definitely. They're definitely classics. Definitely classics. I think because he hasn't made music that has reached those heights, you're from uh, that yeah, his yeah. run. Which is I like but in between that, he's had decent albums. I don't think he, I like And then him. he's had some god awful albums too. To me, the only good one was Shout Recovery, and I said that earlier. Because I had he had talking to myself, not afraid. No, he had a few songs that but it wasn't like a it's Eminem, bro. Like we've all clarified how good he's at. And rapping. as much as I wasn't really a fan of relapse, it still you put the album on and it still made me laugh. Mm. Yeah, you know I mean, there's there's still songs on there that made me laugh. I get it's like I think it's a special case when, especially if we're assessing a legend, even if they've been on a bad run because they want such a good run to begin with, mm. it's kind of hard to take away from the legacy. Yeah, you can create and put out ten trash albums if you put out three back to back classics. Can't I don't be, think it necessarily matters. It can't be a fluke because you can ignore three albums. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'll just say shit. I think I think it can matter. I think if Jay Z puts if Jay Z's next five, six, seven albums are really bad, then Jay Z's not the best. I think it, anymore. Yeah, but Jay Z's had it, some gonna, albums. I think it's going to matter in a sense. Jay Z's had some albums because Eminem would have been yeah, for sure. But mm. I I think the number is very small. Is that yeah? Your, but he, is that, it's going to affect your opinion of Jay Z. No, but that's a personal favorite. I think it would. It would. It would definitely not for me. Mind. But that's a personal favorite. Though. If Jay Z Jay's dropped, already cemented in my personal favorite. If Jay Z dropped five bad albums in a row. It's, I'm definitely looking at Jay Z like what are you playing at. Yeah, but Jay's still giving us more great albums than he has. Even if the next five are bad, he's mm. still giving us more great albums than he has bad. But M- with Eminem, you can't. You may not be able to say that because if only four, five, three or four Eminem yeah, albums have been great, yo. he's released like how many albums? If, 
So yeah, he's been he's been bad longer than he's been good. Those three albums were so vital to my yeah. life. But that's why we're having a time. That literally shows you how good he is, though. Yeah. But I also think people are still going to call Jay Z the greatest, even if he does have like five or six bad albums. Yeah, but that greatest title is going to come from things outside of the music. If Jay, I don't think so. Nah, Bro, you'd be surprised. So. A lot of people don't even rate Jay as a lyricist like that. What? I get that. Rapper's head. Yeah. A, a, you'd be, a, yeah, bro. A lot of them don't. A hip-hop head head. Bro, I'm telling mm. you, man. Because even general, when I was out in New York, like I had a couple like discussions with some people at barbershops and that. A lot of people don't rate Jay lyrically like that. How? I think because they see the commercial, the commercial songs and all that. They just, I guess. Yeah, they, that's we could probably say the same thing not, about Eminem then. Yeah, because then they're not they're, no, they're judging him for Sam Kelson. They're not actually then looking at the lyrics as separately as their own as their own thing to see is he all right. He's got a couple of commercial, commercial tunes, mm. but is he? Does that mean he's still not nice with it? Mm. Uh, yeah, I mean that's a valid question. But there's some people, I guess, the commercial songs take away from the artistry and I guess what the artist can do lyrically. Um, maybe that's also mm. the case in M's case sometimes. Like when yeah. he's got songs like you know. Well, I don't even know where to go. Where else nah, this looks like a job for me. Yeah, yeah even that tune, Mad Corny. But, follow me. You know, I still would I like that song. But, but lyrically, I still wouldn't have dumb enough to say that he can't rap. Exactly. That's not a corny song. Lyric, I like that lyric, song. Lyrically, that song is unbelievable lyrically. That song lyrically without me, lyrically and flow-wise, everything is unbelievable. I like that song. Honestly, I generally like that song. That was corny to me. Nah, 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 nah. Without me, it's corny. That's corny. Nah, 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 Wow. I think M's quite corny though. A lot of his hits... Or the popular songs are corny, but I guess they're going to be. If they're going to like appeal to like the masses. Like Eminem has... It's, but, I guess but, you need but, a bit but, of corn. <laughs> but you accept that he's barring in those songs? Um, what songs? The Real Slim Shady is barring. Real Slim Shady. Without me, Real Slim Shady. How does Without um, Me go again? Superman. Uh, Superman, he barred. Superman is Superman, hard. he barred. Straight from the hit. Cut to the chase. chase out to the moment. Slap, slap to her face. face. Playing all games. Saying no names. He's still barring, man. Uh, Despite it being corny, he's still barring. Okay, but again, we're talking about <laughs> a different time. Now, I think he's just, man. he's still barring, but the corniness might overweigh. Nah, the see, corn, Kamikaze, the, the, the Kamikaze, the corniness is gone. I generally yeah. need to listen to Kamikaze. Corniness but that was a reaction gone. to a corny album, right? Yes. So, yeah. he but had Kamikaze, the corniness is gone now. It's back to just rapping. But, but being it, a lyricist, rapping flow, and it's almost like how how much can I play with my flow now okay, on this album? Mm. You know what I mean? It's mm. like how many syllables can I fit into one bar and still make it sound nice? His approach to this Kamikaze album feels different to the way he's approached any other album. But that's why he dropped Kamikaze. He dropped Kamikaze yeah. out of blue just because people were shitting on his previous album. I've got a question. Does Eminem have three classics or two? Three. I think he's got three. Yeah, but... What do you think? It's a tough conversation because even the word classic, like... Mm. What is a classic? It's yeah. funny oh. to me, man. I, th- I generally feel like... I think Marshall Mavis LP's... 100%. He's got two flawless albums to me. So that's classics. Not necessarily. Flawless is something you call classic. When you win in the, when you win Walkabout, Flawless Victory, yeah? <laughs> Bro, that flawless, means, for me, that me, means you've won the best you could win. For me, Flawless don't equal classic. Classic is more about What's the, the time. Classic is more like how it affects, like... The actual culture and no, how it shifts said, things and you said stuff is a cold and, 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 and time like what it does time wise. Just because those flawless albums doesn't mean they're classics. Ready to Marshall die, Mavis ready was... to die for me. Biggie is um flawless, but it aged very badly, which takes away from the classic aspect of it. Marshall Mavis LP is definitely a classic. I think they're all classics. I, I think all three are classics personally. Yeah, but Marshall Mavis LP is for me is without a doubt a classic. Oh, that's his, that, that's, that's, that's for me. That's not even a debate. That, I don't think that is that's his best album. For that sure. was a moment in time. Yeah. That definitely shifted the culture. Yeah, yeah. In what, what way? Stan. 
we now associate okay. he got super fans with dictionary. Stan. He got a whole word in the dictionary. The way I am. The way I am. That was brilliant. Mm. Oh, he bodied that song, bruv. That just shut up every single critic or anyone who had anything to say yeah, about him at the time. Yeah, because even like, the third verse, he, he was speaking about, I think, the media and yeah. how they think he's black. And then one verse, he's talking about fans. Yeah. Like, Leave me alone. I'm not your everyday white boy that you see, like, NSYNC and stuff like that. Mm. Yo, he bodied the way that I That was am, a great man. album, man. Amityville, Remember Me. <sighs> Remember Me, yeah. See, that, and it's, you know yeah. what? It's funny that you say those two tunes as well, because a lot of people that I'd speak to about that album say that those two tunes are their least favourite tunes and nah. are, are the two skippable tunes on that on that album. Oh, but Amityville, his second verse on that mm. is probably one of the best verses he does on the album for me. Mm. Love that. Yeah, no, that was dope, man. Like, he got busy, man. I think he's got I, three classics. And Eminem show were like, cleaning up my closet, sing for the moment. White uh, America. White America. Uh, business. Um, Superman. Soldier. Superman. Soldier. Saying goodbye to Hollywood. Hayley's song. I love that song. Yeah, saying goodbye right. to Hollywood. Tell Soldier yeah. on that one. Till I collapse as well, Square Dance. That album's full of amazing tunes. That was an encore, innit? Which one? Toy Soldier, that was an encore with the whole Roses petals. Yeah. But even Encore had bangers. Yeah, Encore did have bangers. Evil Deeds, Toy Soldiers. I was like that. Now I've got a question. I've got a question. We know where Eminem's for you. You're number one. Where does Eminem rank for everyone else here? I'd probably put him in my top 20. Top 20? What in my top 20? I, wow. For me that personally. sounds appalled. For me personally, <laughs> I just bad? love so many more rappers than Eminem. You think that's mm. bad? Hey, Peter, where'd you put him? Mm. Um, I've got him in my like... Okay, so he's saying wild. Nah, <laughs> probably got him in like my top 25. That's like a non-biased... This is not my personal favourite. It's just an objective yeah. list of great rappers. Yeah. M's probably in my top 25. Okay. Um, oh, we're talking just objectively as far as rapping ability. Yeah. Oh, he's top 10. For me, I was no, not just rapping yeah. ability. Everything he's top ten for me. Okay, we're just talking just overall. What are we talking about? But we're talking we're talking about overall. I thought lyrically. Oh, lyrically, then yeah, you could argue he's top ten. I say he's top ten. Overall, argue. he's still top ten for me. You could argue that for me, he's still, Eminem. For me, he's top ten. Objectively, overall, he's top ten. I think he's still top twenty for me. Nah, 20, twenty to twenty five. He's top ten for me. Easy top ten. I can list a lot of um, rappers that I feel like rap better. But do they make better songs mm-hmm. than him? Rap, but just rap better. But we're talking about totality. Totality. Um, yeah, yeah, I'll throw him in there. 25. You can name 25 people that made better songs than Anchor Rhyme. 100%. Right, they right, may not sell as much as him. All right, mate. They may not sell as much as him, but I feel like they made better music. Yeah, I think, it's a, I think it's a valid argument. Um, I've got Eminem. Yeah. I think Eminem very easily is top 10. Mm. Very for me, easily. For me, he is, yeah. Is he my but, favorite top 10? That's a different argument. Mm. But if I'm taking my favorite away from me, just, just purely kind of from the eyes of hip hop. Yeah, man. It's hard to outdo three classics. I've just never felt whoever like he you makes name, amazing music. Whoever you name hasn't got, in my opinion, three classics. For you to have three classics in hip hop is how many people can have done that? There's probably about ten, maybe. I've got three classics. Yeah, there's not that many. Yeah. Not that many. I don't think there's ten. And ten rappers that deep as well though. It's not just it's not just three yeah. classics. It's your first three. Yeah, albums yeah like as well. in a row. Besides, okay, I don't know how many people. The only person that there's only one rapper I know that's done that because I don't like Kanye West. What, three in a row? Yeah, I think... Uh, Kendrick? I don't, I don't count Kanye. I was going to say Kendrick. Who else has done it besides Kendrick? Tribe. Tribe definitely did Outcast. it. Outcast. Outcast definitely did it. They lost soul. Solo rapper. They lost soul, definitely did Solo it. rapper. Solo rapper, guys. So I can't say Mob Deep. Nah, solo rapper. Nah, nah, Kendrick is the only one that's done it. Ugh, you, you... I can't think of any. That's my point. Might, Kendrick's in my top five. That's, you see what I'm saying? When mm. you drop free... It's hard, drop, yeah. It's hard for a solo artist, dude. That's that's I, yo, if we're talking solo... Take... Uh, by the way, when I, when I say where we're seeing your top... I mean solo rappers, by the way. 
can't include the like, outcast tribe. All of yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, then that changes it. Yeah. Then I think he's top 10 quite, not quite easily, but I think he's top 10. I, I think do it's fair to say top 10. Yeah. Taking albums into account, lyricism into account, him yeah. as a person, music. But I'm not agreeing that M's got three classics though. I'm just saying to me personally. Oh, okay. To you, he's got two flawless and that. Great. Um, I'm not agreeing with that third one being great. Yeah, so you, he's what do you not, think Eminem show is? Massive fan of Eminem it's good. Show. All right, fair enough. I love Eminem show. I'm not yeah, gonna lie. I love Eminem show. I do wish he did better by the slaughterhouses and the Griselda's as well. I feel like that could have helped his legacy. As That's well. behind the. Mm. Do you think people care about? That? I don't think that makes a difference. I don't think people. Care I know, about but that. personally speaking, I feel like he should have because he's he made a, such an intention to showcase like the barers and didn't really do anything with yeah, he them. He didn't do nothing. He made slaughterhouse. Like, he's always been about. Seemingly, he's always been about himself more so than the people he signed. And I think if you gave them a spotlight a lot more, it would have helped with the legacy a bit because you would have influenced and, you know, fostered a generation of like bars just like you. But maybe that's just a personal preference. And also, mm. there's a there's a reason why he's not that high on my list. He signed Yellow Wolf. Yellow Wolf is hard, man. Yellow Wolf is sick, bro. Yellow Wolf can bar. Yellow, bro, I hate Yellow You are missing out, Yemi's been co-signing Yellow Wolf. Yeah, Yellow Wolf is Yellow hard, Yellow Wolf is sick. Yo, keep, what'd you say about Yellow Wolf? Keep Yellow, Yellow Wolf. He had arguably the best verse on one train. Do you feel like um, his lack of collaborations kind of is a strike against his legacy? I like that. Nah. I like M. that. Yeah. I prefer His that. lack of, wait, let me rephrase that. Lack of collaborations with respected lyricists. Yeah, but the only people he's, he's only really collabed with like the few people he's collabed with, what, Jay-Z? Jay Royce. Snoop Dogg. Yeah, respect to lyricists Dre. though. Jay Royce. Yeah, it's been more pop stars, isn't it? Slaughterhouse. Has he got a song he's with got Slaughterhouse? On, he's got a track on one of the albums. Conway. Well, recently. I like that though. Like, Why? I, I don't know. Like, you remember when Jay Conway used to feature with people's songs? I used to love that about Jay Con. Like. And I think it's more you powerful. Don't if, you can, if you can hold an album, that many albums up, without having to bring in all these other, you know, big name lyricists and still, you know, still cement yourself in there without having yeah. other people carry you on the back. Yeah. I think that's, I think that says even more about you. But then I don't feel like, it's if, easy. But I don't feel like if M was to do that, they'll feel like, you know, he, they're trying to carry him. No, I'm, I'm, I'm no also, he said it's easy for a rapper to get people on their album to carry the album. Yeah, but I don't think M's ever been that type of artist, so I wouldn't apply that to him. I'm also saying from a competitive standpoint, like there are, I think, a few more greats that have lined themselves up with people that have like sick pen games as well, just to test their pens and see how good they are as well. He generally like, like just Royce has rapped with Black Thought, Jay's rapped with Nas, Jay's rapped with M, M's rapped with Jay Fine, but I can't think of a bigger name or as big of a name as and respected lyrically. Like like a Jay Z that M's rapped with, apart I don't think from Royce, and I think I I I think about stuff like that. Like I want to hear my favorites kind of be on tracks with other respected lyricists. Kendrick and Pusha rapping together was great for me. That's a personal preference, I think, than anything else. I don't think the amount of people that you spar with lyrically in any way enhances how we see you. Mm. No, but what I'm saying is that like I think there's a bit of a for me I'm putting a bit of a strike because he's not really. I feel like he's a bit of a shookhead. I'm not going to lie. I think, I think he's shook. Nah, 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 nah. Nah, I because like- I think an introvert, bro. Nah, what? It, Eminem, bro. Eminem? Eminem? No, I'm just saying in terms of- Eminem's like, uh, an no, introvert. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying in terms of- Does Eminem even do interviews like that? No. Now, Eminem, no. you just don't see him. Yeah, but bro, you're- He, he, done, he, done, he done Jonathan Ross back in the day. Back in the day. Yeah, yeah, don't apply but what like, he's been doing the last like three, four years to like a 20 year career, bro. But also I think I think it works the other way around as well because when you hear a lot of, there's a lot of rappers where you've seen people 
being asked questions like the, the only one interview that comes to mind is game but it's, it's happened yeah, with I others about to say. when they say like who wouldn't you want to go against or yeah. this and that and the one name they always say is Eminem do you think they're scared of him? I don't think they're scared of him no but I don't think it's a case of Eminem being like oh I don't want to jump on a track with him because I'm not maybe he'll be better than me I think other, a, a lot of other rappers see him in that way mm. that's interesting yeah 100% I think maybe it probably works both ways mm. probably works both ways and I mean Realistically speaking, like Eminem doesn't need that mm. aspect, really. He's already established. Like we know he can bar, even though it would sound good for him to be with these rappers on songs. It's not necessary. It's not necessary. You I don't think, think Marshall Mavers LP that the only collabs on it was what Dre, Snoop, D12, Exhibit, Exhibit, Nate Dogg, and it sold what? I think Onyx was on it as well. Sorry, I think um, Sticky Fingers was on it. Yes, as well? yeah. yeah. Um, and it sold what 155 something million. Jeez. So it says a lot. If you can carry them sort of sales on your own without having to put big names like, you know, mm. Jay-Z or Nas or anything else like that on there. Mm. There's a lot. So what do, you, what do you want from Eminem in 2019? If anything, Peter. Oh, you're asking me? I'm asking, I'm asking you. <laughs> Retirement. <laughs> big, big facts, big facts. Yeah. P45. Um, big facts. Do you know what? I think I would love to hear him over a bit more interesting production. I think getting with like, you know, Just Blaze, Just Blaze, for example, or like an Alchemist, maybe more Alchemist production. Yeah, that makes a big difference. Um, yeah, I just want to maybe hear him across different types of production. I think he's been, he's got the J. Cole syndrome where like he wants to produce everything himself, innit? I think where he was spoiled with having Dre mm. at the beginning, and then obviously he learned how to do it himself. He became very self-sufficient. So maybe just more interesting production mm. but I'm gonna be real man I'm not checking for M music like that I'll be honest with you I would, I would say though have a listen to Kamikaze album right, and then next time we link up I just because you asked me to I genuinely want you to listen to that album I genuinely want you to listen to that but listen to it with an open mind <laughs> yeah I still need to listen to that you're asking too much but I would love I think we all should hear Kamikaze just come back with feedback because I need to still listen to Kamikaze as well. Yeah, same. It's, it's not, it's not, it's definitely not a classic, but it's, it's a lot different from you know what the, he's the bad dropping. albums that we were talking about. But you know what? About. I don't even search for the classics. I'm just happy mm. with really good albums. Mm. Like I feel like we play so much like Honus on classic, 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 but just good music. I think time dictates whether it becomes a classic. I feel like people are so quick to say instant classic this, but I don't know if not. I, I feel like you need time. Mm. So even if it's not a classic, that's yeah. fine. If it's good, it's if one it's of the good songs, album, then... It's one of the songs on that album that sparked the whole MGK thing. MGK bothered him, by the way. What, you think, uh, you think his that. one was better than Killshot? A lot of people said that, though. No. I disagree yeah. with that. I, I think know. it was a better song. Obviously, Eminem is a better Eminem, kill, Eminem, but it's like... No, it's you're like, right. MGK like had the better song. But it's like the Duppy added on debate, debate for me. I think Duppy was a better song. I think added on was a better diss. It's like Takeover mm. Evil. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Essentially. And that's mm. how I feel about MGK and Eminem. I think Rap Devil was a better song, but Killshot was a better diss. Yeah, but what are you looking for in a in a when you listen when you're listening to battle tracks, you're listening for the you really you want the diss to be better, really. I want disrespect yeah, yeah. at the highest level. Of and course. I think Killshot ripped ripped he he tore MGK's song apart, <laughs> bar for bar. Like he he named the bars that he done, tore them apart and then hit him back. Yeah, with he did not have a still look back yeah. at it and think which one was the better song. Mm. Yeah, true. Yeah, you know what I mean. So that's hard. Yeah, Killshot, Eminem bodied MGK just for whatever, for my opinion, for whatever mm. it's worth. Yeah, like Takeover was a better song. He does a better diss. Yeah, I will always say that. But yeah, man. Well, Shout out to Eminem though, man. We've all kind of yeah. Big up M, man. Like mm. he gave us fifty, and we got you know that that whole lineage. So yeah, yeah he did man. give us fifty, innit? Yeah, man. 
He gave us classics as well. Yes, he did. <laughs> You've already established that Marshall Mathis is a classic, no? I, I didn't say that. I said flawless. And he gave it's us classic, all, He gave us all we tries. He did give us all we tries. Real <laughs> name, no gimmicks. <laughs> hey. <laughs> all right, let's move on to the final topic for today. And it's actually a great topic that uh, Peter thought of. Um, the idea of whether artists should bow out of making music gracefully or whether they should kind of just like fade away. So I was watching a video on hip hop, dead, dead and hip hop, and they kind of had the same argument where it was like, should rappers burn out or fade away? Burnout meaning dropping music and music and music until no one cares anymore or fading away, which means bowing out gracefully on your own terms. So obviously, especially as artists get older and their relevance either like increases or decreases, there's the idea of maybe being on a clock and their time being up and them either heeding to that or not really accepting it and carrying on. So I guess the question is like, do we think artists should bow out gracefully or continue until they can't do it no more? Um, is that a got fresh, yeah? Yeah, go for it. Um, I feel like there's some rappers that bow out gracefully. Lauren Hill did. Lauren Hill did not bow out gracefully. <laughs> Lauren Hill bowed out gracefully. She's not done. She's, she's not. Du- she's, she's not done. done. First of all, she still makes music. She tries to. Does she? Yeah. Ish. Lauren Hill. She's make. Look, there's she there's music out there. Recent there's music out there. No, I'm saying her own music. I thought she just shows that up late to shows. Ba- I don't think that was a graceful bow out. <laughs> I thought she just shows up late to shows, fam. Yeah, true. That's all I thought she does now. She and does, sings yeah. X Factor 100 miles per hour. Yeah, because she can't actually perform it properly. I hate the way she performs live, by the way. When she does do up at like 56 miles per hour, <laughs> when it's meant to be slowed down a little bit. And then she's there, bare feet, and start jumping up and down, fam. Yeah, it's the experimentation. Have you seen her live? Yeah, fam, with a little. No, of course not, fam. Because I would have left the show at one o'clock in the morning, bro. Because she doesn't have a fucking clock. <laughs> what kind of stupidness? How'd you not show up to. No, you're not going to edit this out, yeah? Because it's a little bit. Because <laughs> I need to talk about this, yeah? She... I remember one day, my sister went to go see Lauren Hill, yeah? I don't know where it was, I forgot, yeah? This is a true story. Lauren Hill was better to show up at six o'clock. Well, lying, my sister told me she showed up on stage at 9.30. Are you taking <laughs> a piss, bro? You've got 10 songs and you're gone. Let's start like your catalog is Jay-Z. Like you're going to be there for an That's hour. That's even worse if the That's catalog was that long. But she's like, going to experiment with new stuff bro, no, and the Unplugged stuff. Don't forget the Unplugged album. No, I'm, that doesn't count. Do you know what annoys me? And then when she does do up her like soul. Bro, do you know how slow do up really is? I do. Yeah, you know you better. And it's watch out. Some guys there. Chill out a little bit, man. She can't. Oh, fuck Lauren Hill. Anyway. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. What no, sorry. I'll take that back because she's one of my favorite. But you still think she bowed out? Gracefully. I feel like she bowed out. I don't count unplugged. I don't think it was a bow out though because her life took over. So I don't think it was a bow out. I that's think a... if she continued to make, if her life was like normal, she hadn't married a Marley. That's not, her, that's, fit... not that's, I'm not, we're just talking the kind of just stop making music. Okay. So I've got a question then. If, if you're going to bow out gracefully, how do you know as an artist? when that time is. You know. You, yeah, but no, but okay, so you put out, say you, you had your whole career putting out this great music and then you put out one bad album. Do you bow out or do you give it another go? 50 Cent tried to give it a go a few times. And you know what I mean? Realized. When is the point when you say bow out? I feel like 50 Cent tried to drop a couple of albums and what? now then realised... Well, Jay-Z anymore. said he was going to retire and obviously he didn't. So maybe then at that point he thought, let me go out on a high sort of mm. thing. So it's definitely a personal decision yeah. that when you reach that certain point, you'll realize that, okay, maybe I don't want to do this anymore. I want to mm. pursue other things. So it's very much a personal thing. Yeah. We as fans are not going to know. We're just going to take what you say. So someone like Nicki Minaj, who recently said she's going to retire. I don't believe that. Nah, that was bullshit. Exactly. That's, that's, mm. that's bullshit. Maybe a marketing thing. But with Jay-Z, like, 
because he said it so much, it was kind of believable. Mm. And if the Black Album had that feel yeah, of like it being the last one, definitely. and then obviously it wasn't around. So mm. it's definitely down to the rapper. Can um, you name anyone that's bowed out gracefully? I feel like Lauren Hill's one, but if you guys don't agree. I, I don't think Lauren's bowed out. Who do you think has bowed out gracefully? <laughs> well, as a, maybe Dre, but Dre literally done that, <laughs> that yeah. album and then kept us waiting yeah, for he detox actually, no, he actually, Yeah, you're right there though. He kinda... I think maybe one of, some of the like really, really old rappers. Oh, hang on now, because like... Dre did do another album, sorry. Yeah, I mean, he did do another one. album, innit? The Compton one? Yeah. yeah. I don't count that. Why though? Because it was more like a soundtrack to the movie. Yes, no, well, kind of. It was but... a Dre album though, wasn't it? You yeah. know what I mean? You think Andre 3000 brought out? No, he's not done. I'm saying solo. I'm talking about them rapping on their own tracks. He's not done. I mean, he's only featured on songs nowadays, but... I don't know he's not done. Yeah. Because I know. He's not done. He's still, like, rapping. He's just not... He's not putting... So when we're talking about bowing out, you guys don't mean their own personal songs. You just mean stop rapping, period. No one's ever going to do that. Why? Who has? Jeezy's just put out an album, his last... His supposed last album. He'll be back. You reckon? Yeah, he'll be... No... It's like boxing. Boxers don't know when to stop until... It's a bit mad. I think it's. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like you feel like with, so you feel like with rappers, they don't. They ever don't bow know out when to. They only know. I feel like a rapper only knows when to bow out when their music don't resonate anymore. Or I mean, old age as well, because like the older generation, like the Curtis Blows and stuff, they're probably not rap. Mm. They're not rapping anymore yeah, because sick of maybe age just took over, innit? And obviously, rap is a young man's game, so maybe that's when they decided I'm gonna bow out. You know what I mean? So maybe the bow out thing is more relevant to people of a certain age rather than. People in their prime, like a Jeezy or a Jay-Z as he was back then. So you feel like there's an age limit on it? No. No, not necessarily. But I think when you get to a certain age, you might think, okay, I'm done now. I think, yeah, I agree. The, I think I... the industry would probably kind of hint to you that you need to bow out as well. Because you you know what I mean? If you're starting to come to the end of your reign, all of a sudden you get, you're going to start getting less airtime, no, less right. this, less that. Because Jay-Z's how old? Maybe 40, yeah? He's going to be 50 this year. 50. Can you see Jay-Z rapping with 60? I can't. At this rate? I was I, gonna no, say, generally I can't Jay-Z, see anything's possible. I can't see a, I can't see a Jay rapping at 60, 65. Yeah, personally, I think he should stop making albums now. I generally feel like if Jay-Z stopped at 444, I'm content. I would have been happy with him stopping at the Black Album. No, but I feel like 444 is a great album to end it on. Yeah. You gave us, a, you spoke to us, you, you educated everyone, stop now, you're done, we're good. You can still tour, but like, I feel like it's a great album to just stop on. Someone like Jizzle as well. Jizzle, I don't necessarily think raps too much anymore. He was featured on a Rhapsody's album, did a dope remake of Liquid Swords, yeah, but I don't really yeah, see him rapping like that anymore. He's like, he's got other commitments. He's like a lecturer now. He's like a big science head and stuff like that. So I think he might be an example of someone who he's like maybe like three years older than Jay. So he's like mm-hmm. in his fifties. So rap isn't at the forefront of his mind right now. I feel like when you reach a certain age or a certain like status in the game, especially when you're um, accessing things outside of the game, those priorities kind of tend to take over a little bit more. So rap slowly fades away rather than like, I'm just going to really keep releasing albums every year, every year, every year. And they're not resonating. So I'll just stop. You see what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I kind of get it. I think albums will always resonate, even if it's not going to be on a, like a major, like if it's not going to, if it's not going to be at a point where, you know, you're selling out like bare albums, that doesn't mean that your core audience ain't going to stop consuming your mm. albums. So, Maybe there isn't even a point where you bow out. Maybe you just keep going until it's complete life happens. Yeah, no, I or, just, or until yeah. it's no longer fun for you to actually do anymore. Mm. No, if I you're a rapper or a musician, it's something that you enjoy doing, isn't it? So other pe- other people's, I think if you're doing that type of thing anyway, you must be the type of person who other other people's opinions can't affect what you want to do. 
because that you, you would have spent your whole career with counteracting opinions on what mm. you do. So it has to really be when you feel like you're not yeah. gaining anything from it personally anymore. Yeah, because yeah. some, yeah. yeah, some of the pioneers are still like people like KRS-One, Chuck D, they're still mm. releasing albums even to this yeah. day. So they obviously feel like they still have stuff to say. Exactly. And they still want to make the music. So maybe bowing out gracefully is kind of impossible for rappers because by their very nature, they want to keep creating. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But, and even someone like Snoop Dogg, Snoop Dogg released a new album recently and like, it's cool. It's, it's, it's actually kind of good. So like, there's always going to be a pocket for someone like him to like, because he suits and caters to so many audiences, mm. there's always going to be that sort of resonance. Yeah. So I think people like him and Jay-Z, the older, the older rappers, I think as long as they keep making albums, they're going to make it easier for the ones that are not as old to make albums as well. Because it's just going to keep pushing that barrier yeah. of the age in which hip-hop artists are allowed to keep making music while you're at. Um, mm. So it's going to keep pushing it. And I think more fans are going to maybe even start digging into these older acts as well. Mm. And it's going to become like, you know, maybe another subgenre where yeah, similar to like, you know, flipping all different types of genres where like you have the older type of whatever that genre of music is and then the younger or whatever. So mm. I think it depends as well on how, especially with rap, it depends how believable it is as well. Because mm. like, you know, you've got someone like Jay-Z at his age, if you if he's coming out talking about still, you know, popping his bottles of Chris Dow in the club and whatnot, and you're kind of bored because you've heard it all before. But if he's, got, if he's still got new stuff to talk about and stuff that feels relevant, then why not? Uh, you know, I don't think, I don't think anyone should sort of be said, told, I oh, you need to stop because you're this age. Yeah. if you've still got the ability to make good music nah, and there's definitely. people out there that still want to listen to it and you're comfortable doing it and enjoying doing it then good luck no I agree, I agree. yeah because even like Ghostface he's still releasing albums yeah. he's still talking crud mm. you know what I'm saying it's not necessarily what I want to hear from him all the time yeah. but I still because I'm a big fan of his I still mm. listen I yeah. can't do that you know no? I feel like once you get to a certain age if you don't if you're not part like maybe that's one that's one of the reasons why I checked out of Eminem you're still rapping about the same thing you're rapping about right for the last 10 years. I need to... That's why Jay-Z is my favorite rapper of all time. I can see the growth. the times, isn't it? Yeah, like, I can't listen to... Uh, like, I can't listen to a rapper now talking about... Pusha T is the only exception, by the way. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'll give you that. And Rick Ross. There's some exception, but I'll talk about my favorite rappers that I can't... I don't want to hear you talking about the same things you're talking about for the last 12, 13 years. So maybe to you, they bow out when they've got nothing else to talk about. Um, yeah, I guess to a certain extent. Mm. Maybe. Because like, that's why I checked out for 50 Cent. But if they're... The thing is, like, who who is the say-so and whether they've got nothing to talk about? Because obviously... The fans. I think the fans. Yeah, think but when, when the topic it's becomes... That's what I mean. Because if they're still making music, then to them, in their head, they've obviously still got something yeah, to talk yeah, about. Yeah, but then yeah. if no one's checking for them, then I think they'll get the memo that... Right, yeah. No, not really. Because, yeah. like, no disrespect to... There's some rappers that's why that, 50 stopped. No, 50 stopped because he was on that. There's some rappers that maybe only sell 2,000, but to them, that's 2,000 they're going to keep. Mm. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm. To them... They will keep people rappers rap. Fifty, I think, stopped rapping because of ego. Like he, mm. you're not, you don't go from being that high, high yeah. to that low. I generally feel like Fifty stopped rapping because of the ego thing. Do you know what I'm saying? And then he had to be for Fifty Rick Ross, and now Rick Ross is doing better than him. I just been like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm not, I'm not involved anymore. Yeah, Rick 50. Ross is only doing better than him in rap. That's what I'm talking about, though. Mm. Yeah, 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 not in life. I'm just, okay. I don't know what they're doing in life. Fifty Cent doesn't even. You know, I don't even look at 50 Cent as a, a rapper. No one does anymore, I think. Yeah. I think generally people... He's just a celebrity now. Yeah, like it's 50 Cent. Mm. It's like Snoop Dogg. I feel like Snoop Dogg's just Snoop Dogg now. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, I mean, I'm happy for rappers to keep rapping until, mm. I guess, 
they've, they've got nothing else to talk about. And I personally, as a fan, will determine that. If I feel as though you're going to keep talking about the same thing, then I, I will personally know when to check out. That's Yeah, that's the key thing. I think like, it's you as a fan making that decision to check out. Yeah. And it yeah. depends on how good you do it. Because like Pusha T still has been talking about the same thing for... And Pusha T I me. still feel like Pusha's still got a lot to offer though. Because oh, yeah, he's only like, how many solo albums deep? Yeah, two. he had the albums when he was part of Clips, two, but he's two, still got... Two albums deep. Yeah, I still feel like there's still a part of the, even that content of music, that drug thing. Mm. He's still got... There's still another perspective that he hasn't Fair given enough. yet that I feel like he okay, will then, give. What about Rick Ross then? Um, I think Ross is getting there. I think Ross is at that point now. He's getting a tiny bit more personal, even with dropping out the book. So I still feel like he's got a bit more as well to give. You know what I'm saying? He's, so I guess time he, will tell, innit? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So I think it's up to the fans to determine it within themselves. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, yeah, it's for the fans to determine when they stop listening, maybe not to determine when the rapper stops rapping. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we never could tell a rapper yeah. to stop rapping. But, that in, turn might affect, but that in turn might affect the rapper and might make them think that their time is up. Um, could have an adverse or, maybe. Yeah, or it could make them try and switch it up and come different you know what I mean Jay-Z with Kingdom Come everyone mm. was like yo should have never come back yeah 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 and then he switched it up and mm. what did he drop after that I think American Gangster he should have kept Kingdom Come in the Kingdom for real <laughs> um, kingdom, so yeah. kingdom should not have come there's a couple of good, good jams on there though I liked it yeah. Yeah. Oh, I liked the, the only song I liked on it was the one with what's her face Show me what you got. And was that trouble? Was that trouble? Was that trouble? I'll keep the show me what you got. Singer Rakas, the police army. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And what's the song we had that with? What's her face? Beyonce. Fucking Chrisette Michelle. Chrisette Michelle. Well, Lost Ones. Yeah, that was you a good one. Yeah. I, like, I said that was a banger. Oh, my lord. Yeah. I love that song. I hate that song. That was dope, man. I don't um, like that album. So basically, we are going to decide when, fan, when, when rappers are done, essentially. Yeah. Cool. And yeah, I mean, that can either. Confirm to a rapper that their time is up, or it could encourage a rapper to switch things up and keep it fresh. But then, what think, about retire? Sorry to cut you off. What about retiring too early or, or bowing I, out too I don't early? think there's because there is such a thing. If Kendrick was to I, say I one more and I'm done, then he's a great rapper of all time. Then it might be I too got, early. Cause I got to take him by their word, but more time, their word they go back on. Um, if he what if he means it though, and he and it, he's done, then he's bowed out gracefully. Because or, or too early though. Oh yeah, it's definitely too early, but it's graceful in the sense of he's given us so much work, so much amazing work that it is kind of graceful when you think about it. Because that, I feel, I feel like that plays a yeah. part too. Maybe there's, it's kind of like, it's kind of like the way Gerard retired. You know what I mean? Like Gerard, great career. That wasn't great, graceful. Not okay. Okay. Maybe he's not a good example, but it's like a footballer has a great career. And before they get to that point where... They're letting the team down Unreal, every week. Unreal and this Arsenal. And that, da, 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 they, they retire. No, honestly, it's Henri at Arsenal. Henri left Arsenal right perfect time. Like, let me just go now when I've done all I can. Mm. And all you remember him being a legend. Yeah. Whereas Arsenal Wenger stayed, he's, all I'm saying, Arsenal Wenger stayed to the point where it turned sour. Mm. So sometimes you do need to just leave the game. Then artists, artists never do that. Then Musicians never do that. Yeah, because it's, it's, like, phys- it's not a physical thing. Football yeah, is a physical thing. Yeah, and, and it's because it's something they're passionate about. And yeah. you're never going to, as a, as a, I suppose, as an artist, you're never going to want to Stop, right? Because even in the case of Lauren Hill, I feel like that was forced on her. True. Yeah. I don't think it was a choice. But if we look at every, if we look at artists, even outside of rap, there's no one that's bowed out gracefully. They probably stay too long. No one's Mm. bowed out gracefully. Rappers never run out. Did Ludacris bow out gracefully? He hasn't made a he hasn't made an album. But I feel like that's when people stop checking for him. So he was forced to. Yeah, and then he became an actor. Mm. It wasn't his choice, so it wasn't. I don't think he did it gracefully. I generally look at it like the way I see boxers. Look at the way Tyson, Tyson, Ali. All these boxes stop boxing because of the. I feel like once you're addicted to something, but again, it's physical. It, you need something to wake you up. The only way musicians yeah. might wake up is just when they at such a high 
And then it's not there anymore. It's just like... Uh. Some artists just love creating. Like Prince, yeah, exactly. he had like flipping 30 albums, bro. I, so definitely, like, I definitely believe that rappers can feel like um, maybe I, I can't catch up with these kids, these new ones anymore. Maybe step back. I think maybe that is a thing. But because music isn't a physical thing, they just keep. you could go on for ages. And rappers never really run out of bars, even nah. if they do retire, quote unquote. I mean, I mean, good for them, man. If you've got people that want to listen to you, you got people that want to listen to you. That's it. Whether yeah, it's there 100, are, if it's hundred people, hundred thousand people, if people want to listen to you, people yeah. want to listen to you, man. Because there are some rappers that I'm never going to stop listening to. No matter how many times they drop. Yeah, I'm just going to keep listening. I agree. As much Mustaf could start continue rapping till he's eighty, I'm going to continue listening to Mustaf. Mm. The new stuff. I still listen to it. They say I like it. <laughs> and that's the thing as well. Like you yeah, still exactly. listen to someone it doesn't <laughs> mean you like it. Yeah, I yeah, still yeah. listen to it. I still. Mm. You still give Yasin Bader the benefit of the doubt. Tropical Quest bowed out gracefully. Obviously, they made an album, Five Died and all that. Made the album after Five Died. Five was all over it. Um, that was their last album. And I believe them because obviously but Five, is that, is, is five that isn't bow, around anymore. Is that bowing out gracefully or is that circumstance? That's bowing out gracefully because I think they were going to make a new album regardless of what, what, what happened. Was it going to be their last one though? That's my point. I think if so, Five yeah. was alive, do you think they really would have stopped? I think so, yeah. Because they were, they had been, they'd been stopped for musically. I, their last album before... The uh, the last one was like twenty years before. No one will ever stop rapping, but like rapping, rapping. But if we're talking rapping on their own solo stuff, I generally feel like Andre Three Thousand bowed out gracefully. I don't think that's a stretch. No, I don't think he he's never really done. made his he's own not... music though. True, and he's not done. Since we're not counting, you think he's gonna give us an album? Huh? You think he's gonna give us an album? Um, yeah, I do. I heard he's just singing on trains right now, but what do I know? Yeah, no rappers bowed out gracefully. We're yet to see it. Maybe Tribe. As well, a solo act, it hasn't happened. All right, well, we reached the end of today's episode. Uh, so I want to th- give, give a thank you to Melo for coming through. You're a friend to the show, so come true anytime. Yeah. It'll happen again. 100%, 100%. And uh, yeah, we'll see you in a couple of weeks' time. If you want to follow us on all the socials, it's at Rhymes Pod. Melo, would you want to plug your socials at all? Uh, at Melo underscore Insta on Instagram. Catch all the other socials through there. Feel you. All right. I haven't thought of anything. No, you have like, to. I, 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 I you can't. Have to. You, right. have to, you have to. You have to. All right. I'm trying to think. Take your time. Take my time. No oh, pressure, King. Fine. Um, all right. Until next time, guys, just remember that all is fair in love and wicked skeng men. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> I'll let you decide if that was a good one. So until next time, peace. <laughs>